Welcome to episode five. Here we come, Spotify. I am Gary, and as always, I am here with Eric and Brandon. Welcome back, of course, as always, every week. Thanks again to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Wes Anderson Music on Facebook and give him a follow on Twitter at Wes underscore infinite. Uh, thank you to All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider for Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you're interested in some OTL merch, again, we're hoping to have this in September. And if you're interested in doing business with them, mention Over the Line Sports Podcast and the owner, Brandon, will give you a great deal on your clothing needs. Also, guys, we have a second sponsor. Wow, that's two in two weeks. That's pretty good. That is awesome. Pretty good. Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Check him out on Facebook at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. You can also call him or text him at 419-704-5471. He did approve of this. And the company is owned and operated by Sean since he started the company in 2009. They serve the Toledo and surrounding area. He offers lawn service, mulching, weeding, trimming, pruning, planting and removal, and minor design. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and Sean will give you a discount on services. And I know Sean um, you know, fairly well, not as much as you guys, obviously, but I did work with Sean actually for a summer, I think, a few times. Maybe, I think it was one summer. Did maybe, you really? Maybe it was a fall. It was, it was only for like a couple months, you know, just he needed some extra help when he had uh, some people out, and I helped him out a little bit, and that man is probably the hardest working man I think I've ever met in my entire life. And, and he is all about customer service, and he will make sure that everybody's needs are taken care of. Uh, he's always been that way. Brandon Bear and myself have all worked with Sean, and we've—if you guys have seen him, if you remember—I remember being out there with him, and he would just run to the next thing. He would run to the mower, run off the mower. That's just how he is. He's—he's he's great for service, all about the customer, and you would be getting a good service if you decide to go with him. He serves the Toledo and surrounding area, so we need to make that clear. If you're in Texas or Nevada or California <laughs> as a listener, he's not going to be able to help you out. But, uh, again, Toledo surrounding area, he will get you a quote. He will give you a discount. Mention over the Lions Sports Podcast, and he will do it for you. Absolutely. Like you said, man's hardworking, and he definitely cut the lawn. The shrubbery is amazing, everything. I mean, he, he does a very good job, and all his employees also do a very good job. So he, he actually recommended. He actually came to my house last week, and I had him do a quote out here to level off some of the back area. And I asked him, because he is smaller than myself, if he would go in the crawl space and he did, and it was a struggle because it is it is thin to, for him to get through it. And he, he went through, told me what I needed to know, and he is just willing to always help the customer. He's all about that. So check him out again, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care on Facebook, 419-704-5471. So you don't think I could get in there? In where? The, the crawl, crawl space? space. Yeah. I can't get in the crawl space, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, since we talk about this every week, what are you at now? Ah, you know, that vacation, you know, I kind of... You know, I, I ate well, so, you know, I, I, I put on a few pounds, so definitely going to have to hit up the DDP yoga this week and uh, knock some of that off. So you're around 298 still or 296, 297? Uh, plus. Back up the three bills, aren't you? You're at three bills, my man. We'll I could, see. I can tell by the way you just took down this shark gummy bear uh, thing I just got you from the gas station. They are hey. almost gone, and it's been 10 minutes. And and one thing I want to throw out there, we started a tradition last week before we record the show. We started taking shots. I got some uh, moonshine from the speakeasy at the Mob Museum, and we've been uh, doing shots of that the last two weeks. And I'll tell you what, that is something else. Only only one shot. Only one shot. Yeah, let's be clear. Well, but we yeah, each one, took one, one shot per episode. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it burns so good as they say. So it was delicious. Clear the nostrils. So yeah. if we start slurring halfway through here, it's all Gary's fault. Uh, yes, it absolutely is. So this past week, PGA Championship, Barry, you want to give us a recap? 
Yeah, um, how fun was the PGA Championship? Uh, you know, I, I don't think I've had more fun watching a golf tournament here in the last couple of years. Um, Tiger on Sunday, Brooks on Sunday, absolutely amazing, it, totally entertaining. What's his name again? What is it, Brandon Brooks what? Is it Cupkey or Kapika or Cupcake? It, yeah, you cupcake? say you say Kopika, but it's I think I te- when I texted you, I said cupcake. You, you so. did say I knew you. It's it's <laughs> now now I can't say it. Kopika, it is not Kopika. Brooks Kepka. Kepka. There we go. No, and, that's what I'm saying. Kopika is what Brandon. Yeah, would I call know, it. and that's why I almost just said it right there. I was tw- tongue twisting myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was great. Gary Woodland was the 36 hole leader actually at 10 under, which was I, I think it tied for a PGA PGA record. I think 130 was his aggregate score in there. Uh, PGA Championship major record, so good for Gary Woodland. Um, you know he hasn't been there many times before. He kind of—I shouldn't say he fell off on the weekend. He just played even golf, and I, I think he played well. Normally he's not up there, and a lot of guys choke from that situation and go down, down, down. He stayed pretty much even. I still think finished top six, which was good for him. Brooks, after I think he shot 64 in round three, and took the lead at 12 under. Didn't look back from there. Never lost the lead on Sunday, even though it was pressing with Tiger up there and Adam Scott. Adam Scott had a really good round Sunday. Unfortunately, couldn't put everything together. I know all the Aussies were playing for Jared Lyle, who passed away from cancer. Um, very unfortunate. He's been battling it for many years. And it was sad to hear that um, he, he's the one who said, you know, kind of pulled the plug. This is just taking too much out of me. How old, how old was Jared? I think he was 34. 36. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, very sad. And, you know, he was, he's been going through a lot of treatment, a lot of chemo, everything, and I think it was leukemia he had. And he finally just told his wife, said, look, it's just taking too much out of me. Made that sad decision that he made it on his own, didn't make his wife do it. Um, so a lot of the Aussies played for him. Ricky Fowler played for him. Ricky Fowler is actually a really good friend of his. So that was really cool to see. He wore his uh, yellow pin for leukemia on uh, Thursday, right up in center, right above his logo, which guys don't do normally. Obviously, these guys get paid a lot of sponsorship money. And he ended up uh, putting it right on the old Puma logo, which was really cool to see. Obviously, it's it's more than a, uh, you know, it's a brethren out there, so that's really good. But anyways, the, uh, you know, the Tiger drama on Sunday, absolutely amazing. I, I That was the first time I've seen Tiger play like that in, in many of years, and he's been getting better and better and better as the year has gone on. And just watching that, I mean, the chances, I, I thought for the longest time he was going to win. I mean, just the way he was playing, you know, he got himself into a bad spot and he came out and just hit an amazing shot out from the rough or out from behind the trees and got it close and was just making par after par, which normally old Tiger would bogey, double bogey. He'd be out of it, put up a good showing, but it just wasn't there. And, and it was amazing. Wasn't that the, the, he, the lowest score he's ever had and not winning? Is what, so did I see something about that? Yes, actually, he broke the record for the lowest Saturday and Sunday scoring. He shot 66 on Saturday, 64 on Sunday, which that's actually his lowest round ever in a major, really? 64. Wow, I didn't and know that. And he's won, what, 15, 14 majors? 14 yeah. majors he's won and has never shot lower than a 65. 64 is his lowest, so that was, that's, it was amazing to see. He was just he was playing amazing golf, and it's good to see that he's finally back and looks like he's healthy and can perform on the major stage, which right. he did have the lead at the British. Um, unfortunately, lost, finished top five still, but, I mean, it was amazing. And I know, Brandon, I think you said Tiger was going to finish top 20 in this one, and I'm sure that you were hoping to God he was finishing one. I was. It was very exciting to watch him play. I was struggling as a fan, though, because the guy could just not hit. 
the fairway. He didn't hit the fairway until his last hole, which was amazing. And Brooks was um, he was playing ridiculous golf. Um, the last day, the final the final round, he he had a shot uh, three holes in a row. He had a shot um, at birdie, and he ended up parring. So he could have ended up being like 19 under. He finished 16 under. Uh, my pick, Ricky Fowler, eight under, was in there throughout the all four rounds, but just didn't put a good round in the the final. You know, he had an injury, but right? I did not. What did he have? Yeah, he hurt his oblique on Friday. Oh, um, I did not know that. And played through it the last two days. And actually, as I was coming here today, I saw that he's actually out for the first leg of the playoffs here in two weeks. Not right. next week. In two weeks, he has ruled himself out of that. Now. It still goes off of top X amount of players in the world, so I think the first round of the playoffs is top 100 players in the right. world. Ricky, you know, is up there, so he can actually wait a couple of weeks before he has to play. I don't, I don't want to get too far off topic, but can you? I, I learned a little bit today about the playoffs. Can you kind of just explain it how it works, just like a Cliff Notes version of that? Yeah. So this week is just a tournament, pretty much to get FedEx Cup points. So the, right. it's it's the FedEx Cup playoffs. So this week is not the playoffs. It's just the in between week between the major and the playoffs. So in two weeks, when the playoffs start, it um, I, and I think it's top 100, and then the next week goes to top 75. And then the third week, last week, is top 50. And that's based on the FedEx points? That's based on the FedEx Cup points. Okay, yes. got it. And that's, and that's how they go off of that. I think I said world ranking earlier. That was incorrect. So it goes off the FedEx Cup points that they have, which obviously is for winning tournaments. Obviously, you're getting more for winning the right. bigger tournaments that more people are in. So a lot of the big guys are up there. You know, Tiger, I think, is... 52, so he can play the first two weeks without really even having to worry about it. And um, he'll be there because nobody will catch him, right? It, yeah. Is that how that kind of works? Yeah, and, and they do it on NBC, and it's how you know the points go. They figure all of that out. If you watch, they'll have the cutoff line. So when you see and you're watching, this, the guys in green are the guys who are good for the next week. The guys in red are the guys who are probably out. And then there's guys in yellow who they have on that cut line. And they go through and give, oh, well, he has 141.06 points and this, you know, he needs to make a birdie here, make the cut or whatever it is. It's The scoring of the FedEx Cup is very complicated. I don't know if many people know what it is. No, I, I have no so idea. So I just follow what NBC and CBS say and, and make it that easy for me. Works for me. <laughs> and the the best thing I took away besides Tiger playing amazing, and, and like we've all said, Tiger up there is great for golf. And we all love Tiger. We Top, Tiger fans here. This, that is the highest rated PGA Championship final round since 2009. Hmm. And I wonder who why. was there? Hmm. I Got wonder it. why. And it's his best finish in a major since 2009 as well. And that's awesome. And uh, you know the last time he won the FedEx Cup, right? 2009. Yeah, he, he's the only person that's won it twice. And, you know, the, the FedEx Cup started in 2007, yeah. I believe, and Tiger was the first one to win, and he yep. won in 07 and 2009. And nobody has won twice since. So pretty interesting. I think my favorite thing from this past weekend, I think I sent it to you guys, was seeing Brooks' girlfriend looking at Tiger as he's walking off the course. I'm like, oh god, he still got it. He's still got that he's 19th. Got he's got that 19th hole to finish. So hopefully he uh, took advantage of that. Yes, and ne- next week we'll give our playoff picks and see who's going to win the playoff. Um, anything else on the PGA before I get into a really really short winded Wyndham Championship thing? Any, yes. any thoughts? Um, what I saw over the weekend, Adam Scott, can you just touch on the putter that he uses? <laughs> Did you just call it a putter? The putter. The putter. The putt or the tur? Which part do you want me to discuss? The, the putter. Okay, so um, since you know you just hit me with this, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but it was a couple years back. And it might have been 2017, actually. It was, it was quite recent. They banned anchor putters. So these are the bigger putters that these guys anchored to their chest, to their stomach, 
it gives them. So I mean, wait, they can't use those anymore? No, they cannot. They cannot. Anchor so that's a those like tall ones that I see guys you, that have. You can use the tall one, okay. but you cannot use it anchored to your body. You have to use all arms. So how, before, how would they anchor it? I'm sorry. So they put this it on their chest, be. put it on their stomach. You know, it just keeps a nice putting pendulum to where it's not all arms as putting should be because putting is all about the arms and the hands. So they it's can have the tall feel. one. They just can't balance it so against their body. Have, Yes, so you can do that, which is you saw Adam Scott do is very close to his chin, but he had his left hand up top and his right hand a little bit lower on the grip. And if you saw the putter, the grip cuts off actually. So the top's for his left hand and it cuts off a little bit, and then you got the grip a little bit further down. And it's supposed to make an easier pendulum swing for the putter. Now, a lot of guys use a smaller putter, um, especially since the changeover, all this has happened. But you know, when they anchored it to their body, to their chest, to their stomach, they think it was an unfair advantage, honestly, to the other guys. To me, I don't think it was. I mean, look at the guys who have won over time all the time. Jack, Tiger, you know, guys like even Rory and Rick and Jordan. And, and I shouldn't say Ricky, but Ricky, he's still won. You know, these guys use smaller putters. It's all about technique and it's all about skill. I, I hate how they call this anchoring putter cheating and all that. You either have putting skill or you don't. Right. I, I mean, can you name can you name other guys that use this? I mean, Adam Scott uses it, but he only I mean, he only has one career major win, I believe, doesn't he? Yeah, he has. So the, I mean, the advantage is. I to be honest with you, right now, off the top of my head, I could think back and go, but every pretty much everyone switched over except him. Um, you know, I can't think of anyone right now. That would probably be a job for Stat Guy if okay. he was here. I, he must be late, I would assume. I, I don't see him, so. I don't know how he's late because we said we were going to start recording at 6.30, and I didn't tell him we were moving it back, and we didn't start recording till about 7.45, so I don't know how he's not here. But I guess we'll figure that out. Hopefully, can you text him and see what he's doing? Um, and, and one thing that I had a question about was uh, Brandon, I know – you had talked a little bit about Tiger and, and everything going on there and what he had going on. Uh, who did you – did you pick Ricky this past week? Yeah, I picked Ricky. And how did he do? Uh, eight under, tied for 12th. Tied for 12th. And then I had Thomas, and I don't even know – I honestly don't know where he finished. I, I was think at, he was 10 under. He was probably – he was probably – he was top 10. Okay, yeah. 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 I was – I know I was in uh, – at near MIS for a family reunion, so I have no idea what was going on. I just had to fly back to watch Tiger finish up. Um, and Bear, just to kind of – Speak about DraftKings. Bear destroyed our league in DraftKings. And uh, one of our prominent listeners here, Jason, actually took the advice of the show and finished second. So I just want to say, hey, you listen to those picks, you're going to make some money. Yeah, um, and honestly, I was going to put together a lineup today for this Wyndham Championship next week and didn't yet, so I'll have to do that as I go here. Um, But, yeah, you know, I had a good week, and I picked Rory to win and didn't play much of Rory. It was kind of one of those Yeah, I noticed that. Oh, yeah, it was absolutely it was one of those picks where I was like, you know what, I'm, I, he's he's got to come through. And once again, he did the typical Rory thing. He played mediocre golf, barely made the cut, and then didn't do much on the weekend. Um, it, it was very disappointing, and so be it. I don't, you know what, I'm done picking Rory. That's it. So he'll probably win the playoffs since I'm done picking him. So, Brandon, uh, can you start us off? Who you got this week? What are you thinking for Wyndham? Uh, Bear, where's that course at? So the course is in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, the champion last year was Henrik Stenson. Um, guys who I have, you know, the, the little research that I did, you know, the guys who have been up there, Ollie Schneider-Johns, Webb Simpson, Ryan Armour, Siwoo Kim. Did you pick him last week, Gary? I did pick Siwoo Kim, and he finished dead last. Yeah, it was dead pretty last. close. He didn't yes. have a great week. But he, he, and I had, still finished fourth, though, in DraftKings, even he, with Siwoo Kim. He's had some good tournaments here. 
Um, actually, Davis Love the Third has won this three times. I don't know if he's in the field this week, but he has won this nice. tournament three times. I, I don't so. know if he is. What do you What do you think of Brandon? Uh, you probably didn't even make a pick, did you? Do you even know who's in the I, field this week? No, not really. I'm going to go. You, you know what? You don't. You don't have. You, know you don't have the big name guy. You don't have most of the big name guys. I should say. There's a few. You know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with the sneaky pick, Patrick Reed. Okay, I don't know if he's playing this week, but I, I, I mean, if he is playing, I got him. You got Patrick Reed. I'll check. Oops. Is that no? That's not that guy. That's just a mosquito. Um, hopefully, we'll see if uh, Patrick Reed is in there. Um, Bear, who you got? Uh, you know what? With Stenson winning last year, it made me want to pick him, but I just can never pick Henrik Stenson. So I think this week I'm going to go a little bit off the wall here, and I'm going to go with Ali Schneider Johns. I know I just mentioned him. He actually put together a pretty decent PGA Championship. I think he finished top 25. He's been playing good golf lately. I'm pretty sure that he's made the last, like, five or six cuts. So I'm going to go a little bit off the wall this week. I'm going to go with him. I'm sure he'll finish top 20 and not sniff the lead. But you know what? That's just how it goes sometimes. And Brandon Patrick Reed is not playing this week. I just want to throw that out there. Um, actually, myself, Bear, I uh, you know, I went with kind of an easy one here. Um, but I do have a few things to say. So I, I had Webb Simpson potentially for the win, kind of safe pick. Who's the favorite this week? Webb. I noticed that when I after I talked about it. Uh, I like uh, Cabrera Bello. He's a good one. You know, I, I know the Spanish players kind of have done well there. I think uh, in, in Greensboro area, Seve, I think, won in like 78, and somebody else had won in 2012. I can't remember who it was, but they had won as well. Um, and then I kind of have a sleeper pick. I wouldn't even know if he's a sleeper. Bear, I'm sure you'll know who it is. Uh, Joaquin Neiman. So 19-year-old uh, Chilean kid. He has enough points to make the FedEx Cup playoffs, but he cannot because he just has that uh, that temporary member status. So he has to win this week to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. So you know, keep an eye on him. He's going to be playing hard, and he did get his tour card for next year, so he will be there. He's fun to watch if you haven't watched him, Brandon. I don't know if you've seen him, but he's a he's an interesting kid. Yeah, he's a very good golfer. Just before um, I know, Brandon wants to make a new pick now that he has one pick isn't playing. But, yeah, um, you know, Joaquin has been playing some really, really good golf. Um, You know, I think at the RBC he finished top – he was a little bit on the bottom side. I think top 40 he was. Um, You know, 23rd at the John Deere. He was fifth at the Greenbrier. He put up a top 10 at the Memorial, which is a very tough course. Kid can play. Um, I, you know what? If he's not top ten this week, I would be shocked. And and you know what? I, I I'm gonna stick with Webb, uh, but Joaquin's kind of like my sleeper pick. I would not be shocked if he went. You know, he's gonna be playing to to make those playoffs. He's got, and that's unfortunate. He has enough points to get in, but he he can't make it because of that that temporary card. So next year he's gonna he's gonna make it. We know that. Uh, again, he's 19. He turns 20 in November. Watch out for him in the in the coming years. Uh, he's just fun to watch if you haven't seen him. So okay, I'm gonna blame Stat Guy for uh, giving the, me the Patrick Reed uh, update. Did and not know he was not playing. But um, another guy I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to write this up on the uh, board over here because I'm probably gonna pronounce it wrong. You know, you're looking at the wrong way for the board. I saw you, saw you look up and say, uh, "I meant the uh, you know the, board. the the ceiling or whatever for the bad names that I pronounce." <laughs> uh, Brant Snedeker. 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 There we go. See? I told you. Just call him. Snedeker. Just call him Sneds. Snedeker. Sneds. There we go. Four top, four top tens uh, in this tournament. And, um, oh, my God. Snedeker. So, 
Not, not a bad pick. Um, unfortunately, since we're going to drop this, unless someone listens to it early in the morning, I'll just give out a couple DraftKings picks just because I have been on fire lately. I think the last five weeks I've cashed every single time yes, in golf. Yes, you have. You have done great. I've had nothing less than five of six go through, so that's my jinx this week, guaranteed. Yep. Um, so on the low end, guy like low. 7,400, Rory Sabatini. Sabatini, good pick. I like, it. He, just, I like it. he just happens to always show up. He'll be top 20. Now, every time I notice I say I like it, sorry to interrupt you. And by the way, yes, I'm sorry for interrupting you several times last week. That was a very dickish move on myself. And I was a little hyper. I had a little few too many pills. Some some of those, uh, I snorted one of those, what do you call those, pixie sticks. I was a little hyper and a little sensitive, so I apologize. That sounds sugar. Good. That's it's only sugar. It's yeah. Sugar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pixie stuff. Yeah. Booger sugar, right? Booger sugar, baby. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Rory down there, uh, seventy four hundred. Another guy down there who people are going to overlook. Johnny Vegas at seventy two hundred. Dude's going to make the cut. We're looking to get people through in DraftKings um, and and make. You want six out of six. Did Did Johnny ever win this one? Or he's he's always played well here. I feel like though. No, that was a, that was a couple weeks ago at the was, RBC Canadian. Oh, yeah. well, and like I said, I'm sorry that I said uh, that's a good pick because every time I usually tell you that's a good pick, something happens like Logano crashes or exactly <laughs> or something happens in golf. So, and then, like I said, it'll be a good pick for a top 30 finish. Like you said, DraftKings, you want to get six to six through, you're automatically making money in golf no matter what. So yeah, those are the two low guys I like a lot. Sabatini at 7,400, Johnny Vegas at 7,200, and to be honest with you. That will give you enough money to play these top guys. If you want to play Webb Simpson or Henrik Stenson or Hideki Matsuyama, you can get one of them. Um, I'm going to go a little bit more balanced, but I am going to throw Joaquin Neiman in there. That is I like for it. sure. How much is he this week? He's 9700 He's a little bit expensive, but that's why you get a couple of those guys down there a little bit that you need. One guy, honestly, who will finish top 15 this week, you need to have in your DraftKings lineup at $8,300, Steve Stricker. Just so consistent, he's going to be – he'll be up there. I hope. I hope for you. So – uh, thanks. You know, like I said, play play DraftKings. Play those lineups Bear's given out. Bear knows his stuff with golf. He has cashed ever since we started this podcast. He is just crushing it. So congrats, Bear, on making some money last week. I unfortunately did not because I picked Siwoo Kim on a whim. And like we said last week, that's that's an up-in-the-air guy. If he's playing good, he's playing good. But I think he shot like 7 or 8 over on Friday, and he was done. Yeah, he shot. I think he shot 68 on on Thursday. Yeah, he shot like, like 2 under on Thursday. And then he, he started off well, and I looked, and awful. I was like, oh, not bad, Gary. It's going to be good. Yeah, and then it was terrible. So, anyway, moving on to NASCAR. Uh, Brandon, you kind of want to give us a, a recap of the Michigan race? Or yeah, not? the uh, Consumer Energy's 400 at Michigan last Sunday. What is Consumer Energy? I don't know. Is it energy you consume or I consume? Not nah, probably both. Oh, okay, just curious. I don't know. But going back, <laughs> uh, Harvick did win. Big three was up there as well. How about Harvick dominated? He did. He led uh, 108 laps. Um, Kyle Busch finished third. Uh, Truex finished 14th. So the big three was kind of up there all day. Truex had a couple, uh, a couple problems, but other than that. Um, I just want to say your pick of Kyle Larson, your guys' pick, did not fare well. You know, he was up there, and then he, he fell back, and then he was up there, and, and then he fell back, and then I think he finished like what? I think he finished like 10th or something. I think he, I thought he finished further I back. I thought he was like 20th. I thought he was no, like he 17th or 18th. But well, him, and, him and Chase were both, like, they were they were together the whole entire time going up and down, up and down. Chase finished 9th, but, yeah, I think Kyle Larson might have, maybe he finished like 17th or something, but yeah. The uh, And then, you know, I had Denny Hamlin, and of course we'd make these picks before they even qualify. So when he qualified on the pole, I was not surprised. It's like, good, he always runs fast there. And then, of course, you get excited about it. And then I'm like, you know what, I don't know, not many guys went from the pole. No. So it, it was kind Especially of a, at a big track like Michigan. It was so voodoo for me. I was like, ah, you know what. And he, he finished top 10. 
I believe. I believe he finished third. No, I'm no. sorry. Bush finished third. Uh, I think he finished, yeah, top ten, uh, fourth or fifth or something. I can't remember where well, he I'll finished. check that out. I, I was flipping back between golf and NASCAR. Stack guy said yeah. he'll be here in 37 yeah, seconds. Yeah, Stack guy's not so, here, so oh, that's good. Okay. 37 seconds he's walking in. Well, that's good. Well, well we wait for Stack guy to get that. Um, next week, probably one of the best races of the year, if not the best race. I mean, the only thing that's better is Daytona 500 in February. Bristol, under the lights. I've been I've been there. I was there in 2011. B2K1. Love this race. Absolutely love this race. Um, a race dominated by Kyle Busch. Six wins since 2009. Such that guy. Um, you know, Keselowski has two wins. Obviously, you just said that he you were there for one of the wins. Logano has two wins. Kenseth had two wins. All of these are since 2009. But Kyle Busch does dominate this race. Uh, before we go on, uh, Stat Guy just came over and informed me that Denny Hamlin finished eighth. And like I said, Kyle Larson was 17th, so there we nice. go. And um, So we don't have to get too much into Bristol. Uh, it's interesting if you've never been there. I recommend we have to go there sometime. It is it is just neat. It is loud. It's got to be the August race, though, under the lights. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what we went to, and it was unreal. It's You're like sitting in a football stadium. Yeah. 100,000 people like a there. Bowl. And But it is well, loud. Played. You have to have... Had you have to have like earplugs in or mm-hmm. headphones on or something because it is that loud. They actually played a game there, I think, two years ago. Virginia Tech and Tennessee. Yes, yeah, they I did. That. Yeah. They did. So let's let's just get right into it. Brandon, who you got this week? Well, I, I know you want to. I know you want to get away from NASCAR right now, but because I want go, you to say Kyle Busch. I know. Well, I'm going to just let me let me finish. Oh, come on. Yes. Kyle, no, I'm not. I'm not picking him though. Oh. Kyle Busch. If you do want to pick him, his average finish at the short at short tracks this year, he's one. Point three. So, <laughs> I mean, he's finishing first in these short tracks. He's a safe pick. Yeah, so he's a safe pick. Uh, unfortunately, it breaks my heart to say that. But um, my pick, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Harvick. Go back to back. I know he hasn't. Good pick. Yeah, I know he hasn't. <laughs> I'm just hoping to jinx you again. Yeah, now he's probably going to run over a battery or something. Like, uh, what's his name? <laughs> yep, I'm going to. I'm going to pick Kyle Busch. It's. I haven't picked him yet. Um, six wins since 2009. I mean, come on, that's too easy. I also want to pick Kyle Busch, but I'm not going to just to save face since Bear makes fun of me for picking Kyle Busch every week. Uh, give me Larson. I'll take Larson this week. You guys had him last week, so yeah. I'll, I'll move with that. Just a couple guys to watch out for as well. Harvick, obviously. Joey Logano, he's won a couple night races here. Brad Kozlowski, um, I think is if if Matt Kenseth is running, uh, he, he dominated this track back in uh, late 2000s. Some I know middle, he's. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I know he's splitting time with uh, Trevor Bain, so um, I don't know if he's running this week. That's Who, another job for Stat guy. Stat guy. Kenseth, if he's yeah, running. Kenseth. Or Bain. Oh, Kenseth will be running. I, I yeah. thought it was Bain this week. Did Bain run last week? Who ran last week? Uh, I think Bain ran last week. Kenseth would run. Bain. They wouldn't run Bain on short tracks. There's no way. Ken, yeah, Bain would run the, the bigger tracks. So yeah, I would assume Kenseth. Um, now, Brandon, obviously, like we go over every week, you know, we don't do DraftKings, but give us a guy a little bit less under the radar who you think could surprise us. A uh, guy that can surprise us. I'm going to go with, you know, I'm going to go with another sneaky pick. I'm going to go Bubba Wallace. I think he's going like to be up that. there. Good. That's I think he's going to be up there. He's not going to, he's not going to win. I don't think he's going to win, but I think he's going to have a strong showing. Now with my, with, now with, with, I, with what I just said. He's probably going to get wrecked on like the second lap or something. But I think he's someone that's going to have a strong day. And so, um, you know who's not going to have a strong day? Thank you, Stack Guy. Matt Kenseth, because Trevor Bain is running this week. Trevor oh. Bain is running. See? Yeah, and uh, I, I have a guy in there that it's kind of middle to low end. I, I put in Ricky Stenhouse as a, a potential. He has top fives here, and yeah, you know just, he usually doesn't. Well, this, with, is, this, this is it. It's, it's time for his payback. He hasn't gotten it yet. It's going to happen this week. Oh, cool. I, I'm and, not going to be surprised. And Sten, Stenzith needs a Sten- – Who's Stenzith? Is that Kyle – 
<laughs> is that Matt, Matt Kenseth? <laughs> yeah, Matt Stenhouse. 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 Um, he needs a strong showing. He's sixty-two points out from that sixteen spot, and we're getting close down to the uh, playoffs here. Three so. races left, right? Yeah, three three races left. So he's sixty-two points I, out. He needs a good showing. I can't wait till we start predicting the playoffs. You I know, know who's going to be crazy. Win? Kyle Busch, no. championship number two, baby. Playoffs. No. Playoffs? 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 Playoffs. I just hope we win a game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, a new staple on the show, this has kind of happened every week, is uh, Justin on the Twitter. And we are going to go to the questions that Justin poses us every week on Twitter. Uh, this week, kind of an interesting question, ties in with NASCAR. Uh, he wanted to know what drivers, what NASCAR drivers, would most likely be the next Bachelor or Bachelorette. So do, pe- do people watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I, I know you do, but do I, I just want to throw out there, Jason, I'm sorry. Uh, we have to take out The Bachelorette part because Danica doesn't run anymore. Sorry, buddy. Because when she did, she ran into walls normally. Yeah, she did, and she ran into Ricky Stenhouse, but I think oh, that was off dude, the track. Oh, dude, you just ruined my number one Bachelor. Oh. I'm going to start you off, Ricky Stenhouse, because Danica broke up with him, went on to someone more rich, more handsome, more gay, and more famous, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, And more talented. So Ricky Stenhouse is my number one Bachelor right what, now. What He's about a married, single. What about a married Bachelor? You got one of those? Oh, married bachelor, shoot. Is Austin Dillon married or is that just his girlfriend? I think it's his girlfriend. I don't know. I don't want to pick him. I, I was sure. going to go with married Carl Edwards. Even though he's not racing anymore, he was always just, he, he was on the, wasn't he on the body issue or whatever? That dude is just so. jacked. And he always did yeah. and he's like, after checks, one, right? Yeah, after he runs a three or four hour waist, sweating his waste. dick off, and he's like, waste, race. He wins a waste. He wins a Bugs, race. Bugs Bunny? Bugs Bunny. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be Bugs Bunny. It would be uh, Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Elmer Fudd. Nothing you wabbits. Bug a waste. So, Carl Edwards doing a backflips okay. off. That's who I got is that. Not married. I put three guys in here. Truex I put in there for fun because he's got this long-term girlfriend of 30 years. Yeah, that he's never going to marry. I thought he'd propose to her after the but championship last I year. Thought he I'm going to save the one because I would assume Brandon would pick the one. But I'm going to say Kyle Larson as well. Okay. Brandon, who you got? Uh, not married. Chase Elliott. That's what I saved it for you, buddy. <laughs> saved it for you. So thank you, Justin, on the Twitter. We appreciate you throwing out the question to us. And keep throwing us more questions, Justin, because actually that one might have been my favorite one that caught me off guard. I, I would not have even guessed that, so I like where your mind's going with that. Keep up the Twitter questions. That is amazing, sir. And uh, before we go into some more football, I just wanted to throw out there our sponsors, All Wear Clothing and Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Remember, if you would like some over-the-line merch, reach out to us. We will have it in September. You can get the merch from All Wear Clothing. We can get it for you, get it direct. Uh, And always remember, if you need your grass cut, give Crandall's Quality Lawn Care a call, 419-704-5471. So picking back up into the urban update, can we have we heard anything in the last week about Urban Meyer? Uh, I don't think there was much. Obviously, there was still more about um, Courtney Smith's mom coming out saying that she's been trying to wreck Urban and ruin Urban for many of years. No, make that clear. Not not the mom. Courtney has been trying to do this, right? Yes, okay. she admitted that Courtney was trying to do that. And excuse me for that. That is that is correct, Gary. She has been for a few years now. Both moms have admitted that. Um, once again, still the investigation is underway. I think I saw something come out today that Zach Smith hid, and hid his OVI from Urban. Um, really? That was a little bit breaking. So allegedly Urban didn't know about that. I don't know if anyone else did. That was just kind of news I saw today, and I didn't click on the article to read it, unfortunately. But I, I did see a headline that said that. And obviously headlines can be misleading, so it's hard to judge off that. I just saw that. Take that as what you will. Still not much. We should be four or five days away from a verdict here soon, I would imagine. So yeah, we'll I see guess what we'll happens. See. Brandon, what you got on that? Yeah, I, I'm 
I still just I want to I want the truth to come out. I I saw the same report that Courtney's mom said that um, you know she's been trying to throw Urban underneath the bus, you know, and everything. But then sure. I also saw something that Courtney's mom admits that there was abuse there. So I mean, and I'm hearing she's probably the most credible if you think about yeah, it because she's I'm, backing both sides here. Yeah, I'm hearing you know I'm hearing two different things and and everything. So I don't, I don't know what the truth is. Hopefully the truth will come out. This this report will. Um, the final report will probably come out on a Friday, you know, at like five o'clock after everybody's gone and out of work. Oh, absolutely. So we'll, we will have something. I'm sh- I'm sure by our next uh, by our next uh, podcast that we will have a uh, final report for this for the story. So I, d- I just hope the truth comes out. And and I think it will. I, I think this investigation will get it. And honestly, I I think they do know there was abuse in 2011 or 2010 or whenever he did it at Florida. I think that has been admitted. I think it's the 2015 that is kind of where we're at right now. On that's that's the case of where it is, but you know what? It's just one of those things right now. Is that you're right, Brandon? I agree with you. Let's let's just get this out and over with. Football season's two weeks away. Like I'm done hearing about this. They just want this to go on and on and on because it's publicity, but it's 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 not good. I don't like it. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I just want, like you said, the truth to come out. This to be over with. Let's focus on football again. Yeah, I mean. And let's with, Urban, let's let Urban coach. I yeah, mean, come on. Well, really? if I, if if he is innocent, I and I, I don't see yeah. how he would be guilty of anything. Like you said, in and the first time we brought this up, Bear, I thought you brought up good points, and I think that it's coming out there. He came out and said he handled it. He gave it to to Gene Gene Smith, right? Yes. And uh, the AD, and so if anybody's at fault there, I think if something comes out, it should be Gene Smith. And I'm I, sorry. But. I have a, I have a feeling we were actually talking about this at the wedding this weekend. Um, you know, the neighbors, parents, neighbors are big Buckeyes fans, and we haven't been able to chat about this, which we always talk about sports, and, and John was telling me the same thing was, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's got to be something on Gene Smith right now, and it's if, if this is well, if this is the case, he's gone. He, I mean, he's on vacation, so he's not answering any. He's not answering anything. And, and side Fun note, time to go on vacation, <laughs> isn't it? Side note, did uh, did you have to do? Were you plumbing this weekend? Was I plumbing? Yeah, I heard you had to lay some pipe. No, I wasn't plumbing. Oh. Am I? I mean, I have a, I, my house was built in 09. Why would I need any plumbing? Oh, maybe that could have been Brandon. I don't know. It definitely wasn't me because I I don't need to do any plumbing around here or anything else. So uh, the other one, well, again, we'll we'll bring that up in in coming episodes, but. Um, wasn't there something with uh, Maryland's coach DJ Durkin? Something yeah. going there? Yeah, there was. Um, it's a sad, sad case that's happening out in Maryland right now with um, the young man that passed away um, on May 29th. From it ended up being heat exhaustion. Um, he said at one point that his temperature was like 106. So, I mean, they were doing they were doing their their summer workouts now. Um, Rick Court, the strength and conditioning coach, he did get fired. He was, well, he resigned. He was forced to resign. So, he, I mean, he got fired. And um, so uh, DJ Durkin did get placed on administrative leave right now as they're handling the case. Um, as of yesterday, Maryland did admit to um, not taking care of that case properly. So they, they basically admitted guilt. And um, I know the family is, you know, obviously – they would rather have their son, but they—I mean—they are going to sue, and they yep. will probably win this oh, case. Do you think? Do you think there's going to be any criminal charges here? I, I don't, I don't know. That's that's going to be tough because this this all—I mean, this this investigation just started as well, um, like just earlier yeah. this week. There's so much more information to come out, but it, it is not not looking good for Maryland right now at all. The whole university—I'm um, not saying quite death penalty, but. 
it's not going to be pretty. I, you know, I would say bowl ban. Not that they're going to make it to any bowls. They're not going to be good. But yeah, this this isn't looking. I mean, this is this is bad. He, I mean, a kid passed away from heat exhaustion, and it sounds like the strength and conditioning coach probably knew in this day and age when everyone's trying to push, push, push to the limit. You know, obviously there's a certain limit, and if someone's out there and can't perform, or you know, if they knew that his body was up to 106 degrees and they still kept pushing them. That's, that's a problem. That's bad. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of strange reports coming out out of Maryland that you know a kid would slow down you know in in sprints the coach would pull him off to the side and make him eat candy bars or something while the rest of the team runs. I mean, just insane. Wait, what? Yes, I, I heard that. Oh, I would stop I, doing sprints. I, then. I, Free I, candy bars. I heard this report. <laughs> I, I and not not to not to you know joke about what we're talking about. Right. But, um, I did hear that report coming in. Um, today and it, it, it was it was true. So just these these weird stories that are coming out, and like you said, you know, there's a certain way to push somebody, but when you go over the limit like that, then you know it's time to. Right. They, they went over yeah. the line. Yeah, they, yeah, they went over the line. Yes, they did. And so I'm, I'm sorry, I'm kind of caught off guard. I've, we've got uh, America's Got Talent over here. The winner, well, well, the she, winner from she was my pick two. last year. Was she your pick? Absolutely, She's day awesome. one, Terry, first day she auditioned. I know, man, Terry Fader. It's like. Baby Terry Fader, she's gonna be awesome. Are you guys serious? You made fun of me for watching The Bachelorette, and you guys are what talking is wrong about with America's right Got Talent? No, it's America's Got Talent. Yeah, Bachelorette, they have no talent, or The Bachelor. Not I love you, and then I break up with you two days later. Yes. Oh my gosh, this show is stupid. This show is not stupid. That's some talent, you know. Oh well, yeah, because I just want to sit there and listen to Simon Cowell belittle everybody like he did on American Idol all the time. Well, you know Ooh. he does. This is his show. He is the producer, and uh, means nothing to me. Right, but. From this show, I don't want to get too much into it, but Terry Fader, I just want you to know, who was very successful and won this show, has signed two five-year deals for $100 million at the Mirage in Vegas. I'm still pissed at him for taking the week off when I was in Vegas, but that's okay. So anyway, switching off our pop culture topics, what do we got for the ACC preview? I, I want to, I'm pretty interested in this one. Bear, uh, what, what do you got for the Atlantic Division? Since I did my research this week, and I know I got the Atlantic and Coastal right for sure. For sure. You sure you're not going to yell at me again? Oh uh, no, I'm not because okay. I did my research this week, and I'm. Oh, and I, I just okay. wanted to throw just out there sure. that uh, you guys told me last week that Georgia's quarterback, what is it, uh, Fromm, transferred. You guys were yeah. wrong uh, because whoa, 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 whoa. it was Brandon, Jacob Eason. Brandon said it was that. Eason transferred. Yeah, but you agreed. I did not agree. I, I, I think, said I think I know. Yeah, I, I didn't know. But these, I did no research. Why but, would you listen to me? But real quick, with you, you are correct. <laughs> with the SEC, blame stats guy. When Fromm comes back, do you think he starts with that freshman there for Georgia? Who? Yeah. You, you think Fromm will come back and start? Because I know you said that freshman was. I don't know the freshman's name. Fields. Yeah. Do you think he will come in and start over Fields? When Fromm comes no, back, no, I think no. Fromm, no, no Fromm's Fromm a quarterback. Yeah, Fromm's a quarterback. Yeah, Easton's the one that got hurt and transferred. And then, Fromm's the one that came in as a true freshman. Started, okay. yeah, yeah. And first game against Notre Dame. What's field, beat Notre Dame. Fields is is an incoming freshman. Okay, and, and I mean, yeah, it's they're they're going to find a way to put both on the field. I mean, he's going to be a dynamic play play uh, playmaker. But um, yeah, Fromm's going to start. Okay, perfect. And sorry, Bear Atlantic. What do you got? Okay, so for the Atlantic, uh, I have Clemson winning. As much as I hate to say it, I, I just I don't know about Clemson. Um, I think Kelly Bryant is their senior starter. Correct, Brandon. He's going to be playing this year. But freshman Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he, is he, up I and think coming. he will start. I don't eventually. think he will. Eventually, I, yeah, eventually next year. No, I think it's going to be sometime this year. That kid is something else. That that assumes that Clemson loses more than. 
two game. I mean, two games till the kid comes in, if anything. And I don't. I see him losing one game this I year. Have, I have Once one. again, another cupcake schedule. I think it's almost worse than Alabama's schedule, to be honest with you. Um, they play I, Anthony Wayne this year. Uh, they're pretty darn close. I think they play Charleston Southern, so it's not much of a step. Anthony up. Wayne could beat them. I would imagine Anthony Wayne probably could beat them. Maybe not. Maybe like uh, you know St. John's or I don't know who is good this year. I don't know. In I high school, pay attention to high school football. Well, Anthony so. Wayne's going to be Brian everybody's. Whitmer. Everybody, and to get quickly into high school, everybody is gunning for Anthony Wayne, and it's funny. I don't know if you've seen their coach, Brungard. Everybody's been saying, like, Springfield, we're coming for Anthony Wayne. It's the last game of the year. And he said, he just basically said, well, that's great. I'm worried about week one against St. Francis, so you guys can worry about week ten, but I'm worried about week one right now. That's who Anthony Wayne's starting off with, St. Francis. St. Francis, and St. Yes. Francis is coached by Dan Chipka, yep. who went to Anthony Wayne as well. Is that his second year there or first year? It's this second is his second year, year at St. Francis. He coached, he coached that. it way before. Yes. yes, great coach. It's awesome to see him. He's a year younger than Brandon and I. Uh, his, his dad was a teacher at Anthony Wayne and still is. Um, just pretty awesome to see. So uh, back to that Clemson. I also, Brandon, do you have Clemson winning the Atlantic? Yep. And do you want my one team that they're losing to now or do you want me to win? Yeah, I, yeah. I, we all have them at one loss. Who do you have them losing to? I have them losing two BC at BC. That's Ugh. funny. That is who I actually had too. <laughs> Same thing for real. Well, I have them losing to Florida State at Florida State. Um, you know, like I said, there really isn't much. Texas A&M isn't going to be that good this year. So, as that could have been a good game at some point, as the second game of the year, it won't be. Clemson's going to beat them, even though it's uh, at Kyle Field, twelfth man, tough stadium to play in. Sorry, Clemson's going to beat them. Um, you know, at Georgia Tech could be tough. That could definitely be a slip up there. Um, other than that, as they go through, they get NC State at home, who will cause ruffles this year um, in the ACC for sure. NC State is going to be a very solid team, but they're in Clemson in Death Valley, so we'll see about that. Other than that, until they play at Florida State and they play at Boston College, which Boston College isn't a huge powerhouse, but they're always solid, it seems like, and always 7-5, and 6-6. Six and six. I'm calling this right now, they will have the player of the year on that team. Boston College? Yes. A.J. Um, Dillon, the running back, is going to be the player of the year well, in the now ACC. Now I don't even have to name my top three players. So, Oh, you actually did a top three? Well, yeah, because I, I well, did research this. Well, there you who, go. Who did you, who, well, I got my top three ACC Heisman picks, too. Well, I wanted to get through the rest of that. But my top three, A.J. Dillon, number one. Um, my number two and also comeback player of the year, DeAndre Francois, Florida State's co- uh, quarterback. I think he's going to have a great year. I have Florida State at 10-2, by the way. Beating Clemson, but unfortunately they're going to lose I, to two other teams. I had him at 9-3. and three. Number three is going to be Cam Akers, Florida State's running back. I think Florida State's going to have a good year, which pains me to say. I've always been a big Florida State hater, but after watching Francois get injured in the first game last year, that sucked. I, you know, I didn't like to see that because they, they were playing Alabama actually half-decent until that. And what was that? That was mid-third, I think, or early third quarter, I think he. Yeah, they ended up losing 24-7. to seven. Yeah, but it was only like ten to seven at that point. Yeah, it was. Yeah, ten to seven, to something like that. Yeah, but anyways, as I go wait, no, actually, I'm sorry. It was actually mid. It was in the fourth quarter with like five minutes left. Was it? I thought yeah. it was earlier than that. No. Okay. Um, but just to go through the rest of the Atlantic, so Clemson won, Florida State two, NC State three at nine and three, BC seven and five, and then the other three teams who won't be making bowl games: Wake Forest, Louisville, Syracuse. Not going to be great. Um, the only other thing I had to mention on Florida State. They have a new coach, Willie Taggart, after Jimbo Fisher went to Texas A&M. Their offense should be amazing. Cam Akers is going to have a huge year. DeAndre Francois should have a huge year as well. Um, The only thing else from the Atlantic is Ryan Finley, uh, NC State's quarterback, should be a uh, top quarterback prospect draft pick next year. Best quarterback in the ACC, if not in college football this year. 
Interesting. Down. What do you got, Brandon? I like that. Like I said, I got Clemson going 12-1, and losing to BC. Um, obviously, getting to the ACC title. Yeah, but winning the ACC title. Yep. Over. as <laughs> well. Well, I'll get to that once we get in the headline. Uh, we, already said, well, we already said 12 and 1. So. Yeah. So they're going to yeah. lose. They're going to lose to Boston College um, at Boston College. I have NC State 8 and 4, BC 8 and 4. Florida State going 7 and 5. They're, I, like the, I like the Willie Taggart hire. But uh, yeah, they're going to go 7 and 5. So their defense is going to be that bad? Yeah. Okay. I think, I think the, and to kind of agree with you, I think the ACC is closer than you know Bear might think. Yeah. It uh, I I have actually I don't know how many you have uh, of overall, twelve of the fourteen teams I have at six wins. I have the I have the Atlantic. Everybody getting six wins. I got Wake Forest seven and five, Louisville six and six, Syracuse six and six. So I got I don't know what does that add up to. That adds up to what is it? Eleven teams bowl eligible in the ACC. And I have just to run quickly through mine. I have Clemson at twelve and one, Florida State at nine and three. I went back and forth with Boston College and NC State with eight and four, seven and five. I got Louisville and Wake Forest six and six, Syracuse five and seven. He sees my uh, sleeper team this yeah, year. Too many six and sixes out there. Sorry, I only have nine teams. Um, I'll start off the coastal. Miami, I have going eleven and one. Uh, Virginia Tech nine and three. Georgia Tech eight and four. I think they're going to have a really good year. Pitt six and six. Duke six and six. And then North Carolina four and eight. Virginia four and eight. I think North Carolina. I think Larry Fedora is getting fired this year. Um, yeah. he's, he's going to be done. Yeah, he, he, he is the definite coach on the hot seat this yeah. year. He's gone. So to put my local hat on, please tell me that one loss is to Toledo, right? I wish it was, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's not. Trust me, I would love it to be to and Toledo. Where, where's that game going to be? Is that in Cleveland? It, no, it's no, at the Glass, glass Bowl. Bowl. It is going to be at the Glass Bowl. Noon, yeah. noon kickoff. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I did not think that they would come to the Glass Bowl. No, that's yeah. why we, we've talked about that. We're tailgating there. Like We've talked about that a hundred times. I know that, but I was just like, well, oh. It's about 32,000. I mean, there'll probably be about 30,000 new fans there, so it's yeah. definitely going to be uh, green and orange there today. I mean, uh, They'll be green September and orange 15th. there, but it will not be 30,000. Yeah, 2,000 <laughs> UT fans, I think, are wrong. Um, Brandon, what you got? Uh, Coastal, I got Miami um, winning that, going losing to Clemson in the ACC title game, but I got them going ten and three. Uh, VTech going nine and three. Georgia Tech six and six. Pitt six and six. Duke five and seven. UNC Fedora gets fired four and eight. Virginia three and nine. I have uh, Miami also at ten and three. VTech nine and three. Um, Georgia Tech seven to five. Duke and Pitt both six and six. Virginia five and seven. North Carolina with him getting fired at four and eight. And I when you gave me that look when I said Miami at 11-1. and one. I mean, they probably have the best team in the ACC. Besides shaky offensive line play, everything else is solid. I do like best, Mark Rick as a head coach. Best, de- best defense. They have a good offense. Actually, Michael Irvin's son's unfortunately out for four months if he was playing. Was it cocaine as well? I think it was a knee injury. But oh. if he sprinkled some on it, maybe it'll help out. Maybe he'll be right back in three months. Maybe Yikes. he will be. Um, I, I'm hoping that one of those three losses, I don't have it in there as, as being UT, but that would be awesome, and, and I think we would all be excited. I doubt that happens. Oh, absolutely. I, there's no doubt in my mind that I'll be rooting for Toledo that day, but I just don't think yeah. it's going to happen. So, so It'll be closer than the experts think. Yes, I, just, hope, I hope you're right. Who, yeah, said, just who to, says that? Is that Corso? What's that? What? Closer than the experts think. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to wrap up uh, what I got on the ACC, so to go along with what I've been doing, my three Heisman favorites out of the ACC. This is out of the ACC only. Kelly Bryant. I know uh, Trevor Lawrence is. You know, you guys think he's going to split time. I Not think Kelly Bryant. Yeah, I think Kelly Bryant holds on to that is job. He number one or number three? 
Huh? Is he your number one number or number one. three? Oh, my God. He's your number one? Yeah, he's my number one. He didn't one. even make my top five. Can't, well, no. Can't make her. There's always that one guy that nobody thinks is going to come out. And, it's, I think and it's it won't be him. I, I hope that Lawrence I have, comes out and starts. I have. That, one, <laughs> that won't happen, but Kelly. I, I have, be I have Cam uh, Akers, running back out of Florida State. Number two, I got DeAndre Francois. Number Francois, three. I'm glad you got his name. Also, right. like you said, comeback player of the year I, in the I, ACC. I really wish I would have let you say it first because I would have wanted to know how you were going to say that. You were going, DeAndre Franquise? <laughs> no, it's DeAndre Francois. Francois. So, okay. ACC, we all have Clemson beating Miami in the title game. I have Miami beating Clemson. Interesting. Do you have them making the playoff? I do. Really? Yeah, they will be the number four team. I like it. Well, well, we will discuss more of that, but I've been waiting and waiting for a week to get to this Notre Dame preview. A week and a day. A week and a day. Oh, you're right. We had an extra day. So I'm excited. First off, Brandon, we are going to let you tell us your Notre Dame preview first. And then we will go into it. Do you even know anything about Notre Dame by chance? Okay. Um, by the way, I saw you. Ch- and I guess your he fa- doesn't since he doesn't say anything. I saw you no. change your Facebook profile back to the Golden Dome again. So. Is that his head you're talking about? No, it's whatever the church thing is there. Oh, I thought you were talking about his head, first the ball. Golden Dome. First of all, that's the library. <laughs> That's the Hesburg Library. Well, I know that you've never the, been wait, wait, in or what, around a library. The what so. library? Hesburg. Father Hesburg. I don't know who that is. Okay, well, he was president Did he molest children like most of them? Jesus. Good grief, Gary. Uh, I'm sorry. I just wondered. It's a legitimate question. I, I, no comment. Thank you. But anyway, Brandon, since I can see it in your face that you love that we're going after Notre Dame, tell me what is going to happen. Give me a record. Who do they lose to? I want to know. I know you talked about it a few weeks ago. I'm just dying to hear this. And what bowl game do they go to? I didn't pick a bowl game, but you just threw me off guard with that. With the bowl game? Get through your thing and then just make up a dumb bowl game. comment that you just made. Which one? Golden Dome? Or but um, to go on with uh, ignoring what you said. Um, so Notre Dame, 10 and 3 last year, beat LSU in the uh, Capital One Bowl. That was last I think, year. Yeah, I know. No one cares. Can I finish talking? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. I want to interrupt you this week, though, because I feel <laughs> bad about Bear. So last year, uh, their run game was definitely the their, their uh, um, main weapon last year, seventh rushing offense last year, but they lost two key linemen to the NFL draft. draft. They lost their running back um, as well. Um, Harry Heinstead went to Chicago. He was the offensive line coach, so they're getting a new guy in there. Not a new guy, but um, – uh, I mean, he's new to the title of being a Notre Dame offensive line coach. So, um, Tony Jones coming in as running back, he'll he'll start Dexter Williams out the first four games of the year. Um, so with <laughs> with Notre Dame, you want me to give you a preview? Or you just want me to tell you the record? I didn't need to know about the whole damn. Well, team. we're gonna I yeah, we're gonna go. We're we're yeah, doing no, a preview. You let, if you let, want it, no, let don't me do, do it. a preview. I, I'll do a preview. Uh, no, I like this. Keep going. Okay, Just so, so moving to the defense end of the side, uh, Mike Elko left for Texas A&M. He went with Jimbo Fisher to be their def- defensive head, uh, defensive coordinator. Clark Lee coming in, he was the linebackers coach, uh, so he got promoted to defensive coordinator. Um, fun fact of the day, it's disappointing for me to say this, but they are aiming for their first back-to-back double-digit win season <laughs> since 92 and 93. It just breaks my heart saying that. But um, going into this year, uh, their defense is definitely going to keep them in games this year. Um, they're going to be um, their main their main 
their main weapon this year. Offense is going to struggle a little bit. But um, they're according to a couple of predictions that I saw, they're favored in all their games. Um, I did actually see that yeah. as well. What? Yeah. Oh, my. They're favored uh, it, in every game. Hey. I, I know I'm shocked too, but um, to go along, I mean to go with my pick and their record, I got them going. Honestly, this is not me. This is me with my fan hat off. Ten and two, eleven and one. They're oh going to lose. God. They are going to lose to Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech. So they're going to beat Stanford. Like I said, Stanford's going to lose to Notre Dame. They're going to beat Michigan. They're going to beat SC at SC. They're going to go eleven and one. They're not going to get make it to the college playoff, though. Okay, I'll put that right now. They're not going to make it to the college playoff. If they're eleven and one, they should be making it to the. Well, college they should playoff. because they're Notre Dame, but no, they have a week schedule. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. No, so it's true. I, to, I was, to wrap up, that. so then you guys can give you your honest opinion of why you hate Notre Dame. Their Heisman pick, if I got to pick a Heisman pick out of them, uh, will be their quarterback Brandon Wimbush. Uh, good, because that's why I want to start off asking you, since you're finally done and nobody cares about Notre Dame. Um, is Brandon Wimbush actually going to be the starter after how much he sucked last year? Who, who's yes. The ba- who's the backup? Ian Book. Okay, and I heard that he's, he's not going to play. I mean, he's not going to start. coming on very strong. No. No? No, I don't know where you got a report, but no. Uh, from Notre Dame Weekly? I subscribe. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> uh, no, Brandon Wimbush, that, that's his job. I just, saw, I just saw rumors. That's why I'm just asking. No, well, I'm, yeah, I'm okay, so going to downplay those rumors. And that's, that's fine. So you're going to go 11-1 and one with a crappy quarterback. Congratulations. Um, I have Notre Dame at 8-4. and four. I don't have all the mambo-jambo about all this other crap. I think 8-4 and four is going to be a good year for them. Actually, they'll probably go 9-4 and because they'll probably win. They'll probably beat Navy in the Armed Forces Bowl or whatever the hell they go to. They already play Navy. I have So they can't so play they can't them again. Play again. No. Look at Georgia and Alabama. Same thing. Okay, so I have them losing to Stanford, Virginia Tech, Florida State, and USC. Okay. And I think that's fair. And I think if you take your Notre Dame cap off, that you can see that's fair because those are four right. good teams. I do have them beating Michigan the first game of the year. And I have right. them taking care of other teams. I think they'll struggle with Vandy. Um, I think they I, will, I think too. they'll win. I think, I think they will. They always do. Yeah. They always struggle against those teams. It'll be like a 21-16 game. Yeah, right. they will. And and I'm going to throw out there, I also have them at 8-4, and four, but I will nice. throw this out there. If they beat Michigan, I think they go ten and two. I will say that. But I, I I think that the teams they could lose to, kind of what you mentioned there too, USC, Stanford, Florida State, and the one I threw in there that's kind of off the wall because we, we talk about how Notre Dame just kind of overlooks teams off the wall. Northwestern, Absolutely. Northwestern. I think Jeremy Larkin, who went to Cincinnati LaSalle, three state championships in a row, could run all over them. I would not be surprised. He is the the brightest thing they have on that team. They could do pretty well, and it's at Northwestern. I could see that being a hiccup game for Notre Dame, but I think if they beat Michigan, they go ten and two. If they lose, I see them at eight and four. Yeah, there's always that one game. You know, there's always those couple games that, um, at least since I've been watching, I've been watching for a very long time. There's always that team that you think that they should just blow out of the water. It ends up being close, and they end up either losing on the last second or they end up winning on the last second. We've seen it, like I said before, we've seen it with Stanford. I mean, we, I'm sorry, we've seen it with UConn. We've seen it with Georgia. Syracuse. Tulsa. I'm not going to say Georgia because Georgia's a top-tier team. They are, but they, um, they won that game. They just blew it. Yeah, I know. So I, I can see them struggling against Vandy. I can see I can see them going 8-4. and four. I'm, I mean, I'm, but I, I went through the schedule, and I, and I said they're going to go 11-1. and one. They'll lose to Virginia Tech. They're not going to make the playoffs, though, so. I agree. I don't think they will make the playoffs. So if they go eleven and one with Fiesta Bowl, they normally well, go, I mean, they one, normally one go to pre- Arizona, right? One prediction that I saw was the Rose Bowl. I I, I, I don't think they I take away from a Big Ten team. No, they're not going to take away from that. 
So, but if they aren't at large, I mean, it's it's possible depending on obviously what the Big Ten does. If you have, let's let's just say I'll put on just call me a homer right now. Let's say Ohio State runs the table, wins. I'm just saying if they win the Big Ten, they run mm-hmm. the table, and obviously they're in the playoff. Then yeah, of course Notre Dame could make the Rose Bowl because there's no Big Ten team well, yeah. that could make. You know what I mean? I'm saying it could be anybody. If anyone wins yeah. the Big Ten and runs the table and wins the Big Ten title. Notre Dame could certainly sneak into that Rose Bowl spot if they are eleven and one. And I'm going to yeah. play off the side of non Notre Dame hater is that I agree with you guys. They could have a great year. I I personally, after watching Wimbush play last year, I just am nervous. Now, granted, what was he last year? Sophomore? He'd be a junior this year? Yeah, he was. Yes, he. I mean, he struggled through in the ball. He had 16 touchdowns, six interceptions. So the uh, touchdown to interception ratio was not that bad. He was just missing targets. He, was, he wasn't right. throwing he just the ball. Didn't look very accurate, and that's that's my concern now. Obviously, as you get older, you get better in college. There's not many people who get worse as they get older in college. So you know what? If if he comes out slinging and is 75 percent, 70 percent accuracy, and his you know TD to interception ratio is there, I know that's a high number, but it's college. They throw yeah. a lot of swing passes, <laughs> so don't call me crazy. But I'm just saying that absolutely Notre Dame could be 10 and 2, 11 and 1. I mean, hell, they could go 12 and 0 this year. I, I could see it. I just think that Wimbush is going to be a deterrent this year on that team, and that's why I have them at 8 and 4. No hate. If I was a hater, I'd have them at 0 and 12 and find a way that they'd lose every game. <laughs> I don't. I, I really do think 8 and 4, and I just made up the Navy and the Armed Force Bowl thing. But I think they I, could have a great year. And you're right. Their defense is going to be very, very solid. Yeah, very they got solid. nine. They got nine returning starters. A lot, def- of, a lot of low-scoring games, so bet the under in Notre Dame games this year. The good thing, the good thing with uh, their offense though, and their offensive line. I know they lost two uh, top. I think, I think they were top ten picks in the NFL draft, so they went high. Yeah. The thing with uh, they, that they were doing last year, they were rotating a lot with these young guys. So these young guys, uh, they they have the experience. They'll get in. They'll they they have starting experience, so they'll fill in those guys that left. Um, I can see eight and four. Being the worst, I can see eleven and one. They're going to cough up a game. I'm telling you, um, I can see eleven and one at best. So, well, see this change from a few weeks ago because I'm pretty sure you told us you thought they were going nine and three. So now you got them at eleven I did. and one. I did. Yeah. So are they are uh, are they ranked in the pre rankings? Yeah, they're eleventh right now. Eleventh. Where's Michigan? I think they're fifteenth. Really? This is going to be a good Could game. Be wrong. Um, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I I would not be shocked. I, I know I told you guys I think Michigan's going to win this one. But I would, on the other side of the coin, I would not be shocked if Notre Dame just handles them. Would not well, they, be surprised. They did last time. They won thirty-one nothing. Um, so again, that was four years ago. I mean, I'm, nobody. <laughs> if Shea, if Shea Patterson comes out flat, Notre Dame's going up fourteen nothing the first ten minutes of that game. I personally guarantee that. I mean, I can't wait till we get our Big Ten preview going. But I mean, Shea, everybody's all over Shea Patterson. I I mean, Overrated, I man. He's Big Ten preview by the way. Two weeks. Yeah, he's he's coming into a new situation. This is not Ole Miss. This is a new, this is a new playbook. Let him get used to the system. This, I mean, you guys are you guys got to think they're only practicing against their 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 own players. So when you go, you know, you get into the spring ball and he has an amazing spring. Oh my gosh, anybody can have an amazing spring. I can have an amazing spring. But <laughs> you did. Did you have three sacks at Heidelberg? I did. I had yeah, I had two. Um, and that was that wasn't the spring. That was real. No, that was actual game. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to deter you because this is awesome, and I want you to save it for the Big Ten. But finish up your thought. No, I'm just saying everybody's all over Shea Patterson. I think he's going to come in like he's the next, you know, freaking, you know, I don't, even, I can't even name a good quarterback from Michigan. Long time ago, uh, but Tom Brady. Tom, but he wasn't good no, in college. Yeah, he split time with Drew Henson. So I mean, but I'm saying yeah, he wasn't if, good in college. Yeah, if Chad Henney, if, if Henney was good. Yes, yeah. Chad Henney was good. John Navarro was good. Um, yeah. Elvis Gerback was he was okay. Um, okay, now we're getting way off topic. 
Um, Shea Patterson. Yeah. <laughs> Shea Patterson. If, you know, let him get against Notre Dame. Let him get the first series in, second series. Let him get a couple series in, and then we'll see how he is. But, I mean, everybody thinks – everybody that I talk to, and I granted they're Michigan fans, so of course they're going to, you know, be homers. But, you know, they're always oh, going to be awesome. He's going to run all over you guys. Are you talking everything. about Kenny again? No, I'm talking about other Michigan fans that I know. So, I mean – if he comes in here and he can Nick. play well, then hey, you know, then yeah, Nick Michigan could have a good Michigan. could have a good year. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, we'll see. If yeah, if he, I, I personally think I think Shea's going to come in to Notre Dame. Notre Dame is not like Ohio State. It's not like a Texas A&M. That atmosphere. I've been to many, many games. Anybody can play under that atmosphere. We saw Jake Fromm do it last year, freshman starting quarterback going in and playing against Notre Dame. So, so how many, that I just atmosphere. Know how many is many, many games? I don't know. I think I've been to like 15 games. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, going again to September 8th. Um, Who do they play? Ball State. Yeah, go to the easy win one. Yeah. Okay. Hold go, go to the game that you can actually get tickets Be- before, to. Before, yeah. whenever your thought's done, before you, are you done? I, I'm off topic. Shea Patterson is going to come out flat. He's not going to get Well, I got two questions for you. That's why I'm asking. Okay, so you're done. So this is what I want. I got two quick questions for you, and then we can move on to the NFL. Oh, I got I got a question for both of you guys, too. But you okay. Okay, that's fine. Um, so my two questions, since you brought up Shea Patterson, and like I said, we're going to do our Big Ten preview in two weeks. This is going to be quick. Thing number one, since he's a freshman coming in, Two, no, no, he's not a freshman. Is he a freshman? No, he's, he's a sophomore. He's a sophomore. Yeah, sorry. Coming into Notre Dame for the first time, under the lights, Saturday night. Defense going to blitz him all night, right? Well, yeah. They're going to him up. They, they are. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna attack him. They play that 4-2-5. I mean, yeah, 4-2-5 defense. So, they're going to bring so the gonna pressure. they're going to force him to throw. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna bring the pressure. They're going to. Odd safety they're, blitzes, odd corner blitzes at random times, sort of thing. Yeah, they're gonna have, have to, they're gonna have to put some spies on him. They're gonna have to contain him because this guy is mobile. He can't run, so um, they're gonna have to you know that rover position. I know. I think this year it's gonna be um, Asmir Bly. I think is taking over that position. So against um, Drew Tranquil, who had that position last year, so he moved to linebacker. So okay. yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna they're gonna blitz him. They're gonna have to contain him. They're gonna have to keep him in the pocket, let him throw. Um, Okay. So. Question number two. Obviously, in two weeks, we will have our picks for the first week, so I don't want to hear a score from you. I don't want that. What is Shea Patterson's stat line going to be week one against Notre Dame? Ooh. Doesn't have to be in-depth. I just want a little stat line. I think he does throw two touchdowns. I think he throws three interceptions. And I think uh, they're going to force him to throw. He's going to have a high uh, attempt um, number. I think he goes for maybe 248 yards, 248 yards. Okay. I was going to say 215, one touchdown, three interceptions, 58 yards on the ground with a touchdown. Yeah, I think he's going to rush for one, too. So he's, he's, he's going to throw that, – that, I mean, that kind of gives you a score prediction right there. Um, but no, it doesn't. I'm just... It doesn't, but, I mean, a little bit. So, yeah, he'll throw for two touchdowns. So he'll run for a touchdown. He's going to run. Like I said, he's, he's a mobile guy. He's going to get outside the pocket. He's going to run. I had him, and I had him at two touchdowns, two picks, throwing for 225, and then rushing for 60 with one touchdown. Okay. So, all right. We'll see. I, I think that game, I have him obviously right there with just 21 points. Um, we'll see, man. I, like I said to you, I, I still think Michigan wins, kind of going to shock people, but I would not be surprised at all if Notre Dame just destroys them. Well, yeah, just like Notre Dame, I mean, Michigan, and again, we're going to get more into this in the, their preview, but Michigan does have a strong defense, especially with Don Brown as their defense coordinator. Yes. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. And then what was your question for us, sir? So, honest question for you guys both. I want a true, honest answer. Why do you guys hate Notre Dame? Because you like them. 
And, and and if I'm being honest, I know you've been a Notre Dame homer for years, and you were probably you're one of two legit Notre Dame fans I know. And I think I just hated seeing all this stuff about Notre Dame and all this crap, and I hate Rudy. And I, I think it's just you, honestly. I just have to hate who you like. Well, I mean, as as friends, you know, and we we all love sports. We love to see. Do our I lo- friends in pain? And, I mean, do, do uh, we? Yes. We don't but, like to see them when they're happy. I mean, when Ohio State wins a national championship, I absolutely hate you guys. Yeah, sports. and yeah. I love. Yeah. And I when love, the Yankees were just, winning, yeah. I couldn't stand it. When Boston won, I couldn't stand it. Yeah. It's so just, it's and when the Penguins won, <laughs> I couldn't stand it. It's like me and the Red Wings. So yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I but I do like when I always hope that Ohio State plays Notre Dame in a bowl game just so they can whoop their ass. And I love just I and you know I am not one to heckle you. I do not heckle you about the bowl. I don't think I've ever talked to you about Ohio State beating Notre Dame. That's just not my jam. Which which time? Fifteen uh, or 03? Yeah, uh, either one. I just I don't because I know 05? like Brandon loves yeah. sports. Like we all love sports, but I know Brandon takes it to heart like crazy. I don't take it to heart anymore as much I as know. I did. But um, and listen, I just I'm, can't I'm, do it because I know he takes it to heart. Like when I, I, when I heard about Dale Earnhardt dying and him crying, I was like, oh no, I can't rip on Notre Dame. Listen, and I'm married. I have a you know I have a job. I have all this, so I have a life outside of sports. And, but yes, I am very. And passionate did, did you notice that you married? Sports. Well, we all noticed that you married a person that could put up with you because she is also a Notre Dame fan. Yes, <laughs> not as hardcore as I am, but yes. And yeah. this is also coming from the same guy who uh, threatened to end it all after Notre Dame lost to Michigan. <laughs> listen, back. listen, listen. There was a lot, a lot of. Dream Drinks going around. Yeah. That may have been. Is the... that the time he threw up on the sliding glass? Oh no, 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 no. no. Okay, no, well, no, I'm, no. Gonna, I'm gonna tell this story now. So we were at Kenny's apartment watching Notre. Dame. What year was that, Brandon? What Notre Dame? 2012. That was 2011. 2011. Oh, I was there for that one. <laughs> yes, that was that was the time where we were drinking all day. It was a night game. Um, you know, Keystones everywhere. I think we made a beer pyramid. I actually know you for did. A fact I know you did. A, we made a beer pyramid. Um, and after Michigan ended up winning, and how did that? Was it a field goal, touchdown? Okay, so let, let me tell my I, side of the story as well. This, I, don't, I don't care about your side of the story. How did the game well, end? Well, it ended on a touchdown with two seconds left. But okay, that's what it was. The, the more, the, I'll let you finish the story, but my background of this is this is the third time in three years, three straight years that Notre Dame lost on the last play to Michigan. So my... Your recollection. Yeah, my (laughs) pissed off attitude was building and building and building for three years. So when this all happened, I was so I was well, I was. No, I'm just saying. Like, and I think what makes it worse for you is the cockiest friend we have when it comes to sports is Kenny. Absolutely. So I always look. I I didn't care about any game that happened any year. I always look forward to Brandon versus Kenny. That's all I cared about. That Notre Dame came out. They were up like they blew that. They blew that game too. They they let Michigan score twenty one points, and then they ended up scoring in the last play. I had nine beers in the fourth quarter. Okay, fourth quarter averages about forty minutes. I had nine beers in that fourth quarter because I was so pissed off because Notre Dame was coming. I mean, because Michigan was coming back. So, so I was. Re- I, I I'm, I'm not going to use vulgar language, but I was really I was freaking hoping, pissed. I, I was hoping you would be the first person to drop that f bomb because nobody oh, would expect it to be, be you. No, but, Brandon would definitely be on the betting under on that one. Yeah, and and I would be on the over. You would be on the over. Um, I'd be way over. Yes, you would. I'm I think that hasn't happened would. yet. Yeah, I, I agree, and I appreciate. It. We would bleep it out though. I just have to have you know. Um, <laughs> but the this year, are we going to see a Brandon versus Kenny, or are we not? We are. I think. I think the game. I think we're going to his house for the game. So yeah, maybe. 
I'm not. I, I don't know. I, I'm just I saying he, he has like dial-up internet, and I don't like being three minutes behind watching a game. I want to see it live. That is, so. That is okay, true. so why don't we probably just, Cody's? Yeah. Okay. So wherever it's at. So, so anyways, let me just finish the story. Go so ahead. after Brandon went through his whole thing, obviously they score the the last touchdown with two. Michigan scores the last touchdown with two seconds left. I mean, Kenny gets, and he probably was close to nine beers as well in the or in the fourth. Didn't quarter. he knock over the pyramid? You stop. That's the story. <laughs> That's no story. So I'm asking because he probably matched Brandon beer for beer. They both were going at it. So we had the pyramid. So as he scores, Kenny just, I mean, and this thing's sitting on top of it, our bookshelf or movie shelf, whatever, destroys it. Beer cans everywhere, hitting people in the face. I mean, they were empty, but it was hilarious. Brandon just storms out. I, I, walked, was gone. I walked out as soon as he caught the ball. Right as he caught the ball. Brandon, you don't even know because Kenny's knocking crap over. He's <laughs> knocking beer cans over, just yelling. I mean, yelling. It's 1130 at night. And Kenny. Kenny just going in, just screaming his lungs out. Ah! You know, Kenny goes, ah! just going off. And then Brandon walking down to his truck because he was in the apartment on the second floor. Kenny opened the sliding glass door, just throwing explicitives, everything at Brandon. Brandon doesn't say one word, just gets out and just goes. Gets in his truck and he's gone. Posts on Facebook like an hour later. I can't believe it. this isn't, this this just isn't worth it. I, I'm done. I'm, I, I got to end it. I can't do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think like, I said I got to end it. I think I'm just, I your, said your this. Your life was over. I said this isn't, like, something about this isn't worth it. Exactly. Or, or yeah, like that. something right. And I, I was not, that. I was not going to do that. I was severely pissed off. We know you weren't. You were I, pissed off, but it was hilarious yes, because I everyone was, was freaking out. Like I said, this. I, is, I mean, I wasn't. I think Kenny even posted on that Facebook. He thing did. With the highlights. He did. And. <laughs> Brandon, and, and like I said, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon would never do this, but Brandon with a potential suicide post in case post in the last play. <laughs> and and of course, you know, and like I said, I I, I was not going to do that at all. I was not in that mental state no, of mind. I was just severely pissed. But of course, Kenny puts that on the post. Literally, the I, I don't. It was the highlight, yeah, because I don't think they what? had gifs or whatever they call them now. No. That, so yeah, it was the high. It was the actual highlight, and of course, my mom p- puts it below as something about this is this is yeah. real, r- ridiculous or whatever. Brandon. It's only it's only a game. Like, it's oh, only a no game, bullshit! Brandon. It's not just a game. Okay, it's Notre Dame versus Michigan, and you know it's not just a game. Notre Dame's better than Michigan. They always will be. So with with okay, Notre Dame, Michigan. I'm hoping. I I don't know. Uh, I might be out of town that week. Is that that's Labor Day weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. I might hit, hit you hit up you hit you guys up because I don't know if I've been to Cody's or not. I would love to see that game with you guys because that, that's the most fun. I don't like Ohio State, Michigan's one thing. I don't care where I'm at. I'm usually watching it with uh, Shiv and that group over there, but. I enjoy thoroughly. I don't even care. I don't have to watch football or drink with you guys all day. I just show up for the Notre Dame-Michigan third and fourth quarter to see Brandon versus Kenny. It is my favorite time of year. It is like my my next holiday is watching Brandon versus Kenny. So when that series kind of ended for a little bit, I was upset because I always looked forward to every year Brandon versus Kenny. You know what else I look forward to, Bear? Banana hammocks? Sometimes, but honestly, I was just looking forward to getting my hat from All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Will the hat match my banana hammock? I, I don't know. You said you're getting bright orange. Bright orange, hopefully. I, I highly doubt it, but uh, I don't. I don't need to know about you and your banana hammock. But I'm just hoping that All Wear Clothing is going to provide us with substantial amount of merch that we are going to turn around and hopefully sell to our 17 listeners or however many we have now. How many? How many followers do we have? Any? Anyway, on the Twitter. Uh, like 18, maybe? No, I think Andy just followed us, so I think he was 18. Andy? Andy? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, we haven't mentioned him since episode one. He doesn't and, really deserve it. <laughs> where can they follow us at? 
at OTL Sports on Twitter. And on That's actually at OTL Sports Pod. Again, Crap. Bear is messing this up. This is why we don't ask Bear these things, because he cannot get the facts. If it deals with sports, he can get it. But if it's our handle, he can't remember I was it. really, I was really excited to get me to Facebook. So Twitter is at OTL Sports Pod. I'll get it right one of these days. I mean, we're only on number five. I'll get it right by 10, maybe 20, something like that. Or 40 or 50. So on Twitter, at OTL Sports Pod. On Facebook, Over the Line Sports Podcast. I actually think we have more followers there than we do on Twitter. So. Uh, you're, you're probably right. And we also, again, want to thank Wes Anderson for Moments in Time and our newest sponsor, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Give them a call, 419-704-5471 for all your lawn care and landscaping needs. Now, let's go into the AFC East, our favorite division. AFC East or AFC West? This is AFC East, my friend. East, if you read any of the texts. So you didn't read any of the text. You did not get my okay. Google share with the agenda for every week. Okay, at the end of last episode, we said AFC West. We Remember? Because I said, what's John Gruden going to do? What Phil, What is uh, Mahomes going to do? And then we switched it middle of the week because we had oh. to. So I'm, I'm supposed to blame so you, Stats Guy then? No, you don't have to blame Stat Guy because yeah. I sent you the agenda. So obviously you didn't read the agenda. It no. sounds like you didn't do any research is what I'm getting at. I got my AFC West <laughs> well, research right AFC yeah, West you're going to save for next week. because be next for next week. Next week we're doing AFC West, NFC West, oh, well, and that's the fine. Big 12. Okay, let's go AFC East. And AFC I'll throw East. all my predictions right now. I was all about right. to say, good, good for you though, Brandon, is that I did enough research for the both of us. So well, That's I, good. I'm just going to go off the top of my head here. All right, good. Then I want to hear it. Who do you got winning? All right, well, obviously you got the Patriots. Winning. I got them going 12-4. and four. All okay. right, perfect. Who's next? Okay. Uh, Miami, they're going to be a little better. You got Ryan Tannehill coming back. Yeah, yeah, I can see that look in your face. No. going to be a little better. They're going to go 8-8. Eight and eight. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gary's, uh, using, Gary's using my cap as his cap, I guess. I, I screwed this up. I can't see blue from green. So, right, got uh, the Jets, the Jets, they're going to come in at 7-9. and nine. I got the Bills going 2-4. and four. Wow, that was man. Whoa, 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 the Bills are going two and fourteen. I think you're crazy. Yeah, Josh Allen is going to play. He's going to implode. He's going to he's going to keep his job going into next season. But yeah, he's going to yeah. I think you're crazy, but that's just me. Bear, okay. great research, Brandon. We appreciate it. Um, I'll go ahead and go a little <laughs> bit more in depth. So this year, I have New England uh, winning the division again. Uh, this will be the last year they win the division. By the way, I'm going to call that right now. They will be ten and six this year. Ooh. They lost Dion Lewis, Nate Solder, Malcolm But Malcolm Butler, Danny Amendola, Brandon Cooks, and you know you know who they added? Anybody? Anybody? Crickets. Bueller. Bueller. I have no idea. Eric Decker. Jeremy Hill. They did add Eric Decker. And Eric Decker. That is it. Yeah. They... Those guys are both past their prime. Yeah, but you still. Oh, yeah. Do you think Tom Brady's past his prime? At 41 years old? Uh, I think that Tom Brady needs a little bit more talent around him. He lost his best offensive line. He's going to get beat up, just like he did last year. He got beat up last year. Yeah, he Granted, did. I agree. He's still he's still great, and they still made the Super Bowl. And he still dropped a pass. But what I'm yes, he did drop a pass. But what I'm saying is they lost a lot of good guys. Deion Lewis was huge in their Super Bowl run they last did, year. Yeah. Danny Amendola always solid when he's not concussed. Nate Solder great on the line. Malcolm Butler huge. Obviously, he had his issues where whatever. I don't. I still don't even know what happened in the Super Bowl where he sat out. Whether he broke team curfew or whatever they said. And uh, Amendola is out the first four games of the year. Oh, okay, great. But he's not so playing for New England. That's for Miami, so nobody cares. Yeah. Um, oh, and then it's Julian Edelman. Sorry. Yes, Edelman. That is correct. And I get then, them too mixed up. And sorry. also losing Brandon Cooks, which had a decent year last year, could have done better. Right. Whatever. Um, you know, their defense is not good. 
and they drafted an offensive tackle and running back in the first round. I think they got a cornerback in the second, but uh, it, it just something's odd. All the Belichick, um, you know, the Belichick Brady stuff, the Garoppolo stuff after he left late last year. There's a lot behind it. I think Brady and Belichick are going to be done here very soon. I think they obviously winning the division will make the playoffs this year, but they will not make the Super Bowl. They'll probably get beat in the first round, to be honest with you. I think the Patriots dynasty um, after this year will officially be over. Not sad to see it go. Obviously, you know, there was a lot of (laughs) – they had a hell of a run, that's for sure. But, I mean, that is my big, bold, hot prediction of the year, my hot take, is that after this year the Patriots are done. Um, I think Brady retires. I think Belichick leaves. I think the whole organization just is gone. Gronk will probably get traded. You know, they're, they're going to have to go into rebuild. And drafting an offensive tackle is good, but Isaiah Wynn wasn't even – I don't even think he had a first-round rank on him. I'm not, I mean, Belichick is great at finding guys who are not first-round ranks and, and, you know, getting these guys who are actually good. He's a great eye for talent, but I don't think he's that great. And then they got Sonny Michelle out of Georgia. Um, and granted, he's decent, but he's not filling that Deion Lewis role. No way. Yeah, they're – that uh, that dynasty, I think, is going to be over. I think with Gronk uh, um, thinking about retirement this past season, I think if Belichick and Tom Brady go, I think he's just going to retire as well. And we all know what Gronk can do, so he'll go off and he'll have fun doing whatever 69. he does. Yeah. So um, I can definitely see ten and six. I, I can I can see them losing. Yeah, in the first round, of the playoffs as well, second round or wherever. If they get that bye, I don't think I don't think they will at ten and six. But um, okay. Thanks for using but, my thanks for using my research. I'm going to go into the next team now. No problem. All right, thanks, Brandon. I really appreciate it. Go right you, off of that. By would, the way, they do not have. List, I saw their. I did see this on the NFL Network. They do not have a def, defensive coordinator. It's basically Bill Belichick. Yeesh. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. So yeah, they, not, have, they have they have Josh McDaniels and uh, obviously Bill Belichick's the head coach, but they do not have a listed defensive coordinator. So not going to be great. Um, and I think the rest of the AFC AFC East isn't going to be very good either. Um, it's probably going to be the worst division in football besides the Patriots this year. I have the Jets going 6 and 10, Buffalo going 3 and 13 and Miami going 3 and 13. I think the Jets obviously this year it's all about Sam Darnold. Um, he had a pretty impressive couple drives in the preseason. I think that he's good enough to win a few games now. Their defense got Tremaine Johnson. Their offense won't be great because pretty much they don't have an offense. Um, I don't know who Darnold's going to throw the ball to. Robbie Anderson suspended for the first few games. They did add Isaiah Crowell, and I know they have Bilal Powell there. Pretty good, decent little running back core there. Um, Powell will still have the same role out of the backfield, you know, catching a lot of balls, running maybe 5 to 10 a game, something like that. Crowell will obviously run like 10 to 15 a game. It's just a matter of if the Jets can get anyone. I'm honestly surprised they haven't really looked at Dez. I think that would be decent for them, even though – He's not the greatest uh, leader at some times, but he certainly can be. They gave Darnold someone like that to throw the ball to. I think that'd be pretty good. Um, Buffalo, I think that Josh Allen isn't good. I only have them at 3-13 and over Miami because they beat Miami twice in the regular season. Um, I think that they he's he's it's going to be a mess this year. They lost three O-linemen. Their top, running, or their top wide receivers are Calvin Benjamin and Zay Jones. Also, not very good. Um, so they really don't have an offense besides LaShawn McCoy, which who the hell knows what's going on with him. Uh, he should be suspended for the whole year if all this domestic violence stuff is true. How the NFL isn't in deep into investigating this, oh, that's right, because he's not Ezekiel Elliott, so I right. guess they don't care. He doesn't play for the Cowboys. Not Zeke. 
Um, so we'll see about that. If they lose him, they might they might go 0 and 16 this year. I don't think they win much. I was watching um, Allen in the preseason. Granted, he does have a monster arm. He's not very accurate, and he made a lot of bad decisions. Granted, it's preseason game one. I just haven't heard a lot of good from camp, so I wouldn't be shocked if AJ McCarron starts the year. Still not what the Bills are looking for. And just to finish off with Miami, um, you know, obviously they do have Ryan Tannehill coming back, and, and I have them at three and thirteen off of the basis that I assume he's going to get hurt again. He always is. If he doesn't, they're an 8-8 eight and eight team. I think they had a great draft. I mean, they got Minka Fitzpatrick out of uh, Alabama, amazing corner, probably the best corner in the draft. They got Mike Gusecki, the big tight end out of Penn State, who's going to be a monster in that offense. And they got Jerome Baker, linebacker out of Ohio State, who's going to be pretty good on that defense. So as the years go, if Tannehill stays healthy, I think that that team's going to be good. They have a pretty good offense with Kenny Stills. Um, unfortunately, Jarvis Landry's gone, who was big for them. We'll see if Devontae Parker can step up at wide receiver this year. It seems like he's had hype for the last two years and kind of let everybody down. Ndamukong Sue's gone. Mike Pouncey's gone on the offensive line. So Tannehill doesn't have a center. He's got to work with a new one now. And I have a feeling he might be running for his life a lot, which isn't good for a guy coming back with what? Do you have an Achilles or ACL last year? Who was that? Ryan Tannehill. Oh, gosh. I want to say he had ACL, but I could be wrong. It was. I think it was an ACL as well, but I couldn't remember. Regardless, the backup, do you know who the backups are there? No idea. Not Jay Cutler. Not Jay Cutler. So their backups are, um, and let me know if any of these guys are good, Brock Osweiler. Oh, he's fantastic. He's tremendous. I think he's uh, getting paid $18 million this year. He's the smartest guy in the NFL. Bryce Petty. Garbage. And David Fells. I don't even know who that is. Those are their quarterbacks. So if Tannehill gets hurt this year, they got to rely on Brock Osweiler. Ugh, could be rough. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't see him doing much. I, I see him staying healthy. I think they, that's why I got him going eight and eight. Uh, I do. Uh, just to get into it, I have New England winning, uh, going twelve and four. I actually have the Jets at nine and seven. You know, I think Darnold, like you said, there's some guys out, but I still. Um, what Robbie Anderson's out? You said for a while, Bear. I think it's the first four games. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if it was for drugs or for steroids. I wasn't sure which, but, yeah, he's out for a few. Uh, I'm going to give them 9-7. and seven. Um, I have the Bills at 6-10. and ten. I, I think Allen will kind of surprise us a little bit. And then I, I was kind of middle of the road with what you said about Tannehill. You said 3-13 and 13 if he, you think he's going to get hurt or 8-8 eight and eight if he's healthy. I put him at 6-10 and 10 because I'm on the fence on what's going to happen to them. So maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't, but uh, – Give us time, and we will wait and see. So AFC East preview, pretty quick, pretty easy. Um, none of us really care about the AFC East. We're sick of seeing New England win. I would love to see. My, my happy ending would be if the Jets came back and Darnold was just a monster and took over the Patriots. We all know that likely will not happen. But that would be amazing for us. So hopefully that happens. We'll see. Uh, more in time next week. Again, we have the AFC West and the NFC West. Brandon, AFC West. Follow the notes. They're not changing. Make sure you get on the Google Are and check sure? it out. Yes. We yeah, changed I'll, it, and we mentioned I'll, it 14 wait, times I'll this week. I'll wait for your email midweek. Yeah, we, we changed it and mentioned it 14 times. And I even looked at the – Stat uh, Guy even knew we were talking about AFC East. I did. Stat Guy. But I am well prepared for AFC West, and um, – like I said, just looking out, I just looked at Miami's schedule and I just picked eight wins. So I, I think they're going eight and eight this year. So we'll see. And time will tell. So again, we're going to jump off the AFC here and go into some of the things that we have for wrestling. So 
Those of you that are not interested in wrestling, I suggest you turn this podcast off right now. Okay, before you turn the podcast off with the wrestling talk, I just have to correct myself on Robbie Anderson. Stat Guy ended up getting back to me in a surprisingly quick fashion. Told me that Robbie Anderson was going 105 in a 45 earlier this year and got pulled over. Um, no drugs, no anything on that. So I apologize, Robbie Anderson. Didn't mean to drag your name through the mud there. But it sounds like he the, the suspension's possible, but the NFL is still looking into it, and the Jets are still looking into it. The investigation's still on. So he technically has not been suspended yet, but it sounds like he's at least probably getting two games would be my guess. So no. uh, since there was no drugs involved or anything else, can you please tell me why he could potentially get suspended? Well, I mean, he was doing 105 and a 45. That's pretty dangerous, wouldn't you say? Oh, but, it is, but, but um, I heard there's a quote there that uh, uh, Stag Guy, guy sent it, and I'm looking at it right now in the text. I want you to read this to our listeners here. I will not read this. Stag Guy gave me a very explicit Robbie Anderson, uh, what he said to the police officer that pulled him over. It was something along the lines of having some sort of intercourse with his wife and potentially finishing on her. <laughs> I will not go into any more detail than that. That is, I, stat guy should just be did, ashamed did, that he even sent that. To did me right he now. give a specific place that he was going to finish on her? Potentially in her eye. That is awesome. Thank you, Robbie Anderson. I hope you actually do get to play because I have the Jets at nine and seven, and you would be help for Sam Darnold. So I hope that does happen, Brandon. Since we said we were going to get into wrestling. I need some information for you, uh, from you. Excuse me. Uh, we know that unfortunately Jim Neidhart passed away this week. He is the father of uh, Natalia and also one half of the Hart Foundation, and he is remembered for his, of course, beard and his his laughing was incredible. But can you kind of just tell us what happened to Jim Neidhart? Yeah, very sad story. Um, I guess. He uh, has been battling some health problems, but he, I guess, just got out of bed uh, in the morning. And uh, from what I read, he just went to go turn up the, I mean, turn down the thermostat or something. And he just fell and he hit his head and then he ended up passing away from that. I guess he had a seizure. And by the time they got there, he was, he was pretty much gone. So very sad story. Uh, I'm not afraid to admit it. I do watch Total Divas. And um, Jim, when does that return, by the way? September 18th or 19th on the E Network. So um, we did see a couple times where he did appear on that, and we saw he was he was funny on that. So um, he's gonna he's definitely gonna be missed. Um, go ahead, Bear. I just know you want to say something. Will Will this affect Natty's run for presidency? <laughs> it, it will, I, it will I'm, happen. I'm sure. I'm sure. It Hopefully, will. all the people that listen to episode four listen to episode five as well, and they will understand that. And if you haven't listened to episode four yet, <laughs> do it and then come back around. You'll find this maybe half fun. You might even have a little chuckle on that. Yes, just all, a tiny one. Yeah. Go listen to All Banana, and you will find out about the presidency run of Natalia. It may affect her. Do you think that one of her cats would run as vice president? Could be. Vice Meower. Like, I think two paws or, or, or what they call it. Is it two paw Shakur? No, Probably. Nothing. <laughs> All right, so Cr- back crickets. to... Crickets. Crickets, yeah, terrible joke. So back to getting serious. Uh, yeah, very sad story out of that. Um, he was a great wrestler. I never watched him. Uh, I didn't get into wrestling at the time that he was wrestling. So how do you know he was a great wrestler? Well, it's called the WWE Network. So you, you can go back and watch to that? that. I do. Oh, okay. Nine ninety nine a month. Um, I mean, we're just promoting like so much... 
So much. Are you I, I want to check. I want to check from for us from Vince McMahon. I expect it uh, to cents. come in the mail. Twelve exactly. Probably yes. We promoted uh, the WWE Network, so we'll see if he sends us some money. Yeah, that's another twelve cents. We're on our way. So WWE Network thirty six to- total. We're there. <laughs> back to what I was saying. Uh, very sad story out of there. Um, just another guy uh, this year that we lost uh, too soon. So. And who were some of the other? Because we haven't really covered it. Who were some of the other people we lost this year? Um, we lost. Ooh, we lost I mean, Bruno Volkov, San Martino. Bruno San Martino. And um, what about Volkov? Did we lose we, him too? We lost Volkov. We lost Brian Christopher and Brickhouse. I'm stumbling on his last yeah, name. Brickhouse Bunker, Brickhouse Bunker, Brickhouse Bunker. Yeah, something like those. That. All three of those they passed away on the same day. Very sad. And um, since you mentioned Brian Christopher, can you kind of we we had some new uh, Austin, one of the listeners. Thank you on Facebook for sharing this with us. Uh, some things had come to the light about they think it could be a potential murder of Brian Christopher. Is that correct? Yeah, I didn't I didn't read the full report, but they're saying um, yeah. And Jerry Lawler, he's really pushing for this. I guess some new evidence came out or something, saying that he there's there you know he couldn't have done that himself. Um, Something about, I think I read something about a guard was, you know, they're supposed to be checked on and nobody came around or something like that. So very, very uh, odd and weird story coming out of that. Hopefully the uh, the truth will come out on that and we'll get um, the facts um, of what happened. But yeah, just, uh, it's too early on, but a lot, of, a lot of weird stuff coming out of that story. And and uh, to go back, that guy did get back to us again, surprisingly. I'm shocked that he's doing something. Brickhouse Brown is there we uh, who go. we lost. So yeah, and also Vader. We forgot about Vader. Oh, Big Van Vader. Vader. We lost Vader. him. Yeah, and, that was... and Matt Capitelli, if you remember him. Yes, um, that was very sad as well. I think he uh, ended up losing his battle with cancer this year because he was on Tough Enough, right? Yeah, and we he probably yes. would have won I, season three, I believe. Yes, I mean he was, was that the same as Mazanin? No, 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 no. I don't think so. Different one. All right, um, you know it, it's sad for us to. We've all been wrestling fan for fans for years i started watching in 94 uh before bear was born and brandon i think you said you started watching when and i i watched when lex luger picked up yokozuna and i didn't really commit to it until about 97 98 so that was like what 93 when he lifted up yoko that was early he was like believe it or not he was like my very first favorite wrestler and then of course really took that over were you no lex luger well now lex luger were you a fan of him when he was the narcissist can you say that word, please? Narcissist. Okay. Do you know what a narcissist is? I don't. I don't know. I don't have my dictionary in front of me. Gary and I are probably both narcissists. Yes, we are very much narcissists. Have you ever read? I don't know if you read, but have you ever read the <laughs> no. picture of Dorian Gray? He is very much a narcissist. Very much. Figaro. You heard? Have you heard of the opera Figaro? Figaro. 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 Yeah. Figaro. Figaro. Yeah. Figaro. Yeah. It's all about looking at himself in the mirror. That's a narcissist. Okay. Checking himself out. You know, Bear does it every day. Yeah, see. I get it. Good. I'm happy that I'm you doing do it right now. So, yes, you are. So let's let's get into SummerSlam. So we have 13 matches on the SummerSlam card that is taking place this Sunday. I also think there could potentially be a 14th match with Elias and Bobby Lashley, but we are yet to see. So I'm just gonna. I have the list for you guys. Rundown. I'm gonna give a rundown. Yeah, of I these have, matches. I, I have 12, so I don't know what your 13th is. Okay, well let's go with the first one. B team versus the Revival for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Who do we got? B team. B team. Yeah, yeah, B team. All right. I also have the B team. It's next. Cedric Alexander and Drew Gal- Gulak for the Cruiserweight title. Who we got? Cedric. Give me Gulak. All right, Cedric. I have Cedric retaining. You got Gulak taking it. All right. Next, Rusev and Lana against 
Andrande Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. I just give me all the Lana. Yeah, give me Lana too. It's yeah. Lana Day. Rusev, Lana Day on Rusev Sunday. and Lana. Do you I, think Lana likes her name backwards? Uh, <laughs> yes, she might like her name backwards. Uh, I, 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 she might like it from the back. I, I can tell you that. So we'll see. Uh, either way, CJ Perry is beautiful. And have you guys noticed? I don't know, Barry. You haven't watched much. Have you noticed that she lost her accent in May? I don't know who C.J. Perry is. C.J. Perry is Lana. That's her real name. You mean Steve Perry? No, not Steve Perry. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Not the not the former lead singer of Journey, who, by the way, I will be working next week. Steve Perry. Uh, I will be working Journey next week in St. Louis. Looking forward to that. That's why we're recording on Tuesday next week. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So, next we have, uh, I have Rusev and Lana. You also have Rusev. We all have yes. Rusev and Lana. Perfect. All right, next we got Finn Balor and Constable Corbin. Finn. Yeah, Finn. Finn as well. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Miz all day. Yes. Miz all yes. day here, too. Yes. Yes. No. No. Yes. Shut up with your chance. Worst over Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson will not win. Mike Mizanin all the way. He's going to do it for little Monroe Sky Mizanin and his wife, Maurice. Nope. Who, by the way, is still my favorite diva next nope. to Lana and now Alexa Bliss. You sound like Jason. DB's doing it for Birdie. Favorite, favorite freaking divas. Maurice is my all-time favorite, and then Alexa Current, so we'll do that. And uh, since we're talking about songs later, I just want to throw out there, Pourquoi is probably my favorite divas song, which was Maurice's song. Just throwing that out there. It won't make my top ten next week, but we'll see. Next, Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens for the Money in the Bank contract. What do we got? Um, give me Strowman because I see if he loses by disqualification or countout, he loses the contract, which means there'll be some sort of ref bump and he'll end up retaining. Right. I have Braun Strowman as well. What do you got, Walls? I have a shocker. I have Kevin Owens winning, and I have him cashing in okay. later that night. On? Oh, wait, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy for the U.S. title. Match of the night, by the way, guaranteed. This will be match of the night. And give me Shinsuke. I'm going to disagree so. on match of the night, but I got Shinsuke as well. Uh, next. Yeah, yeah got, we, we uh, know. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe will be match of the night. We get it, Gary. You don't even have to say it. <laughs> I got I got. Uh, Actually, I was going to say Daniel Bryan and The Miz, but that's okay. <laughs> I got Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. That's just a phenomenal answer. Yes, it is. AJ and Samoa Joe, you probably don't know this, have fought several times in TNA, so I've seen this several times. So Miz and Daniel Bryan is where I think it's going to be match of the night. Next, uh, Bludgeon Brothers versus New Day. SmackDown tag titles. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers. I don't. Uh, New Day had to run forever. I think the Bludgeon bro- Brothers will keep it. Yes. New Day. I have Bludgeon Brothers. And this is also this next one, another potential match of the night uh, candidate because they don't have this Iron Man match ridiculousness. Seth Rollins with, don't forget, with, we saw the return of Brandon, who Dean returned. Am- Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, who looks like Seamus' little brother now. And if you guys saw that uh, <laughs> meme today, the different, the different, the, the over time, what Triple H is, the different phases of Triple H over time. Didn't you send that to us? No, I didn't. You didn't send that to I us? I saw it, though. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. I, I was thinking Evolution, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, uh, it Triple has H Dolph yesterday. Ziggler with his long, straight hair as the first one. The next one was. I don't even know who that oh, was. Bobby Roode. And then the last one was from Dean Ambrose this yeah. past Monday night. The, the progression you're gonna, you're of Triple H. You're going to have to show me after the show. I want to see that. I will show you. So Dolph Ziggler, Seth, Seth Rollins for the IC title. Who we got? Brandon Go. Well, this is my match of the night, and it's going to be Dolph. Gary? I am taking Seth Rollins. I think ah, he gets it back. damn it. Oh, 
Oh man, I really. Don't I want wanna, Seth, but I think Dolph's gonna win. I really I, don't want to split this. I think after the Iron Man, it's got to be Seth. Yeah, I, I hope it's Seth. You know, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Dean Ambrose. If he makes a heel turn potentially that night, you could see you could see a stable form. But I also think eventually Drew McIntyre is going to turn on Dolph Ziggler. I think we all agree that Drew McIntyre is going to make it to the main card eventually. He will be there. Uh, next, I have Carmella versus Becky versus Charlotte SmackDown Women's Title. Brandon. Who we got? Carmella's going to find a way to win. I agree, but I really want Charlotte to win. Um, but I'm going to make my official pick, Carmella. Uh, my official pick is also Carmella. Brandon, uh, have uh, has a match come up yet that you've missed? No. You just... Do you, really? Are you counting down your list? Well, apparently I can't count. I do have 13. Never mind. All right. Wonderful. So <laughs> I thought I had read. I, I thought I thought I had 12. I, I saw 12 uh, yesterday, so I don't know. I must I must have just missed one. All right. Appreciate it. N- appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. N- next. Uh, okay. Let's say hypothetically Elias and Bobby Lashley do have a match. Who do we got if it happens? Oh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. All day. Bobby Lashley. And I think eventually Elias is going to be one of those guys that comes out. He's only like 30 years old. I think he will get there eventually, but I, I would love to see that feud. When now, I, just to go off topic a little bit, yeah. kind of, I would love because I saw something about Jeff Jarrett saying that he could come back. That he's still in, he's in the greatest shape he's been in like 10, 15 years. I would love to see him fight Elias. I don't know. I, I that just, would be good with a guitar. I, I think it would be. be I think yeah. I think it would be That's like a, a guitar thought. match. Like you know, who can hit somebody over guitar? You know, first. Or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I'm just over here drinking. Uh, next, um, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa for the Raw Women's Title. Bear, I'm going to make you go first. Uh, I, everything points to Rousey winning, and that's why I'm going to pick Alexa. I have uh, Little Miss Bliss, but I think they're going to find a way. I think either Charlotte or Ronda are gonna is going to win the Royal Rumble, and I think. Either one of those other ones is going to be the ta- the champion, and they're going to fight at WrestleMania. So Charlotte and I, Ronda are I, going to I, fight I, at WrestleMania. I, oh yeah, I've had that since day one. Well, we've all said that. We all think. Well, it's no, I think. But I'm, I'm telling you, I think one of them's going to win the Royal Rumble, and they're going to one of them's already going to be champion. I think, I and think, then they're going to fight. I think we all agree that Brock and Roman's probably going to be the main event. Unfortunately, I would love to see Ronda and Alexa be the main in SummerSlam because it would kind of throw things off early. Uh, I think I agree with you guys that Ronda, all signs are pointing to Ronda getting the title on her. She's been such a huge draw. I think they get it on her now. They've been they've been swervy here lately. Uh, so I, they, they have been swerving it. I agree. And now that, that Natty's gone, I think maybe Natty makes a, just kind of shocks us all and shows up. I, I doubt it. I mean, her it's, dad just died. I doubt it. You, you never know. Uh, I think it could shock people. And that's the whole thing. It would shock people if she showed up. We don't know. I don't know the funeral arrangements, but Speak, speaking of this, this this isn't like I said. I now that I just thought about this as we were talking about everything, it's not funny. But today at work, uh, the cleaning ladies were in, and one of the cleaning ladies always talks about total divas, and she said something about how whoever died, and they said, "Yeah, Jim Anvil Neidhart." She goes, "Yeah, him." And the other cleaning lady comes in, and she goes, and they were must have been talking. She brought it out to the other ones, and she comes in talking. There was yapping. She goes, "Yeah, it was the older one. It was Brett. He died." And instead of me correcting, I just let it go. Yeah, well, you should have corrected. Nah. Should have just said, "You stupid idiot." No, I didn't. I didn't want to because that would have. It, one, it's six forty-five in the morning, and I haven't oh, even had God. a cup of coffee yet. So the last thing I want to do is listen to anybody talk at all. Speaking of which, how do you drink your coffee? Uh, two cream, two sugar. Brandon, and the Italian sweet cream too. Oh, delicious! Beautiful. My favorite. It is amazing. I, that is good. Yeah, that's good. My Brandon, favorite. what about you? Pumpkin spice. 
Oh, you are a basic white girl. No. Yeah. Yes, yes, you are. No, yes, you are. I love no. fall. I Absolutely. hate being hot. All, no, all I the, hate being hot. So you, summer, do, you, do you hate being in the garage here? I, I do. Like I'm sweating degrees. bullets. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. All of the basic white girls listening, so maybe like care. all two of them, I want to know, is Brandon a basic white girl? Please, on our Twitter, at OTL Sports Pod, or on our Facebook, Over the Line Sports Pod. Uh, or just, mean, or just means, comment on Bean Pod. Or a pod. <laughs> uh, pod. <laughs> Bean pod. Uh, we're, bean pod. We're sorry, Pod Bean. We'll throw out a we'll throw out a tag to you. Say this is why me and this is why me and Bear do not do our advertisements or you know do anything like that because we both screw it up. Well, that's why you just let me do it. So exactly. we're good there, and um, hopefully we'll see what happens. Pumpkin spice. I think that's what we're going to call you on the show. Now. I don't care. Pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice is delicious. Okay. It are, reminds are me of gonna, fall, and I love. Do fall. you wear your Tom Brady Uggs when you drink your pumpkin spice? No, yes, but I does. should. Yes, you should. So from now on, Pumpkin Spice, that's what you're going to be. I don't care. You can probably name that the title of this show today. All right. We might. <laughs> we might. I don't know. we got to think about that yet. So yeah. next match, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. What do we have? Bear, give me something. I think Samoa Joe is going to finally take the title off AJ. I, I think it's going to happen. Um, it's going to be probably one of two title changes all night. So Or maybe three. That'll be about it. Yeah. There, we, we both have Seth uh, taking a title. Um we have, I think that was really it, Seth. And you had uh, Drew taking the cruiserweight, so we'll see. Um, here I have AJ winning, but if, if it, it, you know, I'm indifferent here, honestly. I think Joe could take it, but if, if AJ doesn't lose it here, I think he carries it to Mania. I really do. Yeah, I, I don't see him losing Survivor Series. I mean, because after, no. after this, this has to be the end of their feud, right? Or are they going to keep going? They, they might keep going, but what I think is going to happen is if he wins or he somehow gets it back at, like, Royal Rumble, he then carries it to WrestleMania, and he's probably going to fight Daniel Bryan or The Miz. I would personally like to see it to the, be The Miz, and I would not mind seeing him drop it to The Miz. I think The Miz, we saw him at WrestleMania 27 when he fought Cena and kind of had, in my opinion, his glory taken away from The Rock showing up to start that feud with yeah. The Rock and Cena. I want Miz to get the title and let him carry the title. Like, that's all I want to see. Brandon, what do you got? Uh, I have AJ winning. I can see them also carrying this. I don't think they're going to carry it that long, but I can see them also be fighting at WrestleMania. Um, but, yeah, I got AJ. And our least favorite match of the night, Brock Lesnar, and before I ask you guys for your picks, you guys probably didn't see this. I'm going to get into it. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Um, today, they announced that Brock is likely having a meeting with the head honchos, Vince, probably Triple H and Stephanie, at about 4 o'clock the day of SummerSlam. Kayfabe, bro. Kayfabe. No, no. Not not a chance. That's legit because he ah. want, he, he his contract is nothing. So he wants he has made it clear he wants to do both. So depending on what Vince says, I think Vince is going to okay that because Vince wants him for a draw. Dana wants him for a draw, so he's going to okay it. We know that's going to happen. Who do we think... Who do you think wins this? I think that everybody and their mother is going to pick Roman because I think Brock's leaving. I'm going to pick Brock. I think he's going to hold the title and he's going to not do anything on Raw for the next four weeks or eight weeks or whatever, just like normal, in my opinion. So, uh, Brandon? I have Brock winning, and like I said, KO, Kevin Owens cashes in uh, at the night, then Brock you know, takes his leave. I, I, I was going to say Roman because of what happened this past week. There's so many things that made me point towards Roman. So, Bear, I don't think you watch Raw. So, Paul Heyman comes out, does this pleading with Roman. Basically, you think he's going to go with him, and then he pepper sprays him in the eye. Brock comes out, beats the crap out of him. I'm like, great, here it comes again. Super Roman might come back. 
because this will be, I think, the fifth time they fight, and this time he, he gets the win. Potentially. If he does get the win, I want Braun, Kevin Owens, I don't care, cash in, get the title off Roman, I'll be the happiest man alive. But I still wouldn't mind seeing, I don't think they do it now because he pepper sprayed him unless they play it off. I would love to see Paul Heyman flip and have Roman be that. You saw it, you didn't see it, but did you see the cheer? I think they tested it. The cheers that he got for Heyman being, you know, him being... A Paul Heyman guy. Yeah, and we kind of saw this back in 2002 around Survivor Series when uh, Heyman uh, turned on Brock. Uh, For a big show, with, right? Yeah, to go to the big said show. said that 100 times already on this podcast. I don't care. I'm saying it now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I said so, it 100 times then, and I wouldn't be surprised if that happened either. Honestly, I wouldn't. It would be pretty cool. You know, you like to see heel turns like that because he's been Brock's manager forever. But yeah, if, if, if Braun or... Um, honestly, I think if Braun wins, he's holding that thing. Um, especially if Lesnar really is gone, they'll push him to Mania. I, I think Lesnar stays as a part-timer, but they need to get the title off him. He's had it for way too long. He doesn't defend it. The last time he, you know when the last time he defended it was? Mania? April. April. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the pay-per-view after Mania, though. Yeah, it was but, the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, and that it's just terrible. Like, you cannot, and Roman, to his credit, gave a good point that, you know, fans, and there will be more credit to the title if the guys show up to house shows on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if you put the Universal title on somebody else besides Brock. I agree. I understand Brock's a huge draw. Use him in something else. Get the title off him. He doesn't need the title to be a huge draw. We all know that. Yep. So, good SummerSlam. We're going we're gonna to review it next week after we see what happens. Should be a good pay-per-view, I hope. Um, but now to the spot of the night that I've been waiting for. Unless you've got something to say, Bear. I just wanted to say I have a fantasy football draft Sunday night, so I'm going to be kind of distracted. Yeah, is that the one from the Twitter? Yeah. Where you threw yeah, money in? The online one. Yeah. I am. This is what I've been looking forward to, though. The Jason debate this week. Bear, can you just kind of tell us what he had thrown out for us this week? So, once again, Jason, thank you for your email, giving us um, all, our, all the great feedback that you do every single week, even though I totally criticize you every single time you do, but I've been doing that for the last three and a half years, so nothing's going to change. Um, your question this week, uh, even though last week was a good one and got us got Brandon and Gary fired up at myself, this one I think is going to be awesome. Um, there's no firing up here. This is just hypothetical stuff that's going to be hilarious. I don't think anyone can get mad about this. But Jason asked, what gimmick of wrestler we would be in real life so anyone's gimmick out there ever of all time who we are most like in real life and we have to do a self uh you know we have to figure out ourselves a who self-portrait essentially yeah i didn't i didn't know <laughs> what to say there so yeah self-portrait of who we are which is harder we took it up a notch and decided that we are going to also rate each other right and and i think that's what makes it even more fun because just doing it doing yourself is it's tough. Like it's it, hard. It sometimes you, it's you tough want to, to see yourself, yourself as this, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna start off because I know you guys are gonna roll your eyes right now. All I could think about. Wait, is this for you? Yeah, no, I'm starting off. You're with starting myself off. So we're gonna do self. self I want to do self first. Um, and I was hoping to do that last, but I'm good with this. Go no, ahead. I like this because I want to see what everyone else says about them. So myself first. I wanted really bad. Like you said, you look at yourself in a much higher light than other people Please do. don't say it's Austin 316 because you're wearing that shirt. I am wearing the Austin 316, but it's not because I'm not bald. Um, I don't drink beer as much as he does, and I am not as big as badass as him. I wanted so bad to pick Ric Flair. I did. I oh. talk a lot. I'm cocky. I drink a lot. And you I, would be good on the mic, um, honestly. I, I womanize a lot. You not do. Not now. Used to. 
Um, you, you bought know, a limo once. I've I've done that. I've you done, sold it on Craigslist. <laughs> I've I've ridden in a lot of limos and I've spilled a lot of liquor in bars across this country. I personally guarantee that. The only thing I don't have are the Crocs. They don't quite hold me down. And, so, and you kind of do get mean. more action on accident than a lot of men do on purpose. That's my point. Um, I used to, not anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. So, um, I, I wanted to pick him, and I couldn't. And I went off topic. And you guys, like I said, are you're going to be like, what are you talking about? Jerry Lawler is who I picked for myself because, and both of you do this because Jerry Lawler one is like you know always been a mid card guy, but. I, He did have a heart attack once. (laughs) I haven't had a heart attack yet, but I'm sure it's coming before I'm 30. Um, Just don't do it on the show like he did. No, I I wouldn't do that. But Talker, he liked the women. He loved puppies. I love puppies. I love all puppies. I mean, I I like that. Big puppies, small puppies, Asian puppies. We we both have nice chest hair. I think I can put that in. And like I said, he wasn't like a top guy. And I think if I was a wrestler and I had to look at it that way, I wouldn't be a top guy. I would have been a guy who was in it for a while and definitely would have been an announcer at some point. That's why I picked Jerry Lawler for myself. I I can kind of see that. I could see you maybe running for some type of political office someday. Yeah, mayor and lose for I, sure. On, I honestly would have, you know, I thought you were going to say, like, watch out. There's a hurricane coming through. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say to me. But uh, I can see Jerry Lawler. Stand back. Stand back. I, I, I can see Jerry Lawler. Gregory Helms is still wrestling. It, right. And I... I can see it. I just, I did not expect not, not, it. Not off of looks, nothing like that. Just personality. No. And if I was, I, I looked at it, if I was a wrestler, I felt like that would be. So not off of looks, are you saying you're pretty? Because he's definitely not. Uh, I mean, he used to be a good looking man back in the day. He's oh, still yeah, not back, a bad looking man. Back in the day yeah, I mean, when he was doing the whole thing with Andy Kaufman. That fun stuff. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. good, by the way. No, Jerry, but Jerry Lawler has always been known. And I feel like myself, known out there. I'm not the top guy, but people know my name. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. I, I like it. And with the puppies, what do, what do you got, Brandon? What do you think about what do you think about his pick of Jerry Lawler? Puppies. Totally off the wall. I never would expect it, but uh, I mean, I you explained it well. I, I mean, I, I can see it. Yeah, I like it, Brandon. I, I want you to do your self portrait. I'm looking forward to your self portrait. And if ah. you say Stone Cold, you can just no. walk out of here right now. I wish that would be awesome. Who do you got? Um. I don't know. Gary, you go first. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't. So you didn't write it down? I, I, I had a very hard time. I was too much involved okay. in our I, in our song. So I, I, I had a hard time picking this, but I got your guys, so don't worry. I, I don't this may or may not shock you. Let me give my reasoning. So Irwin R. Scheister is who <laughs> I, like I have it. because I answer to a money guy. I have my whole life. The guy who's been in finance, you know, Jim who owned the pizza shop, Bill now currently, um, which would be Ted DiBiase, the equivalent. I'm all about finance. I'm all about business. I'm all about dressing for success. I talk and act like an asshole a lot, kind of like Erwin R. Scheister did. Yeah. Uh, we both also have a child who is super talented and intelligent, but we're both kind of infatuated with crazy women. Bray with Sister Abigail and Grayson with my ex-wife. So that's kind of the problem <laughs> I run into. And that's why I went with Erwin R. Scheister. Um, I, like I, I like it. I think that's pretty good. I was hoping you would picked more of a bald person, but I appreciate it. Well, I, I couldn't think of anybody. I was like, Stone Cold, no, definitely not. I don't chug beer. I don't do this. I'm not that. I don't. I kind of fight against the establishment, but I would never. My boss would just be like, see ya. Bill, uh, no, Bill scares me. Bill's like six foot 13, and yeah, that adds up, so right? So seven one? Yes. <laughs> no, he's he's probably like six four, six five, and no, I would never do that. He's a respectable guy. You know, he's not like Vince. 
Although I hope Justin does make a comment about it because it is Justin's dad, Justin on the Twitter, <laughs> and uh, is is Bill. He is my boss. I so. already see the next question coming in. I <laughs> yeah, can see I can it already. See it now. Right. Um, Why is Gary going to get fired next week? Yes, but I couldn't think. Who, who else out there do you think is uh, well? Unless you have a pick of a guy that's bald for me. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, one, I, I loved your pick. I think that's great. I. Looking at the money side of things, absolutely. If you would have brought that up first, he would have been the first guy I would have named. It would have been him and DiBiase, one of the two. I would have said, oh, for sure. But I wouldn't have picked that. I got a different guy for you, but I'm, I'm still yeah, waiting we'll on Brandon's pick. I, I got to see Brandon's. What do we got? Do you still not know? Is it Tugboat? <laughs> no, it's not Tugboat. Is the big it, slow? <laughs> no, the, Yokozuna, Big Van Vader. No. Does it have to be a wrestler? It, it could be. Who it's, do you got? It's a wrestling gimmick. I don't care. I, I mean, I picked an announcer. I, I, I'm probably going to go with one, too. I'm probably going to go with without the bell palsy. Probably JR. JR. Probably JR. <laughs> uh, um, why? Yeah, Explain. why? Because, well, he's a, he's a football fan. I love I love football. Um, he always talks about his family. I always talk about my family. He's usually not a dick. I'm not a dick. Um, cocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, did, I yeah. did throw that out to you on your birthday. You're one of the most humble people I know. Yeah, I, I and, like And that. since you said that, I'm going to go into mine for Brandon. I said Jr. and here is why I said Jr. You kind you you kind of look like him. Minus, <laughs> my, my, this is this is quoting. Thank you. You kind of look appreciate it. You kind of look like him. Minus, minus the Bell's palsy. I put that in my notes. Both of you love Stone Cold. Would marry him if you had the opportunity. Uh, you love your college football team, and you'd probably use that as your song to enter. I said the, the same exact thing. Ever. And you have catchphrases that will last forever, like "Down goes Jake." I'll never forget it. Or "All banana." So I, I agree with you, Bear. Since we're on Brandon, what do you got for Brandon? I feel like I shouldn't be in arms reach right now. Uh, for Brandon, I picked... if it's Mabel or Viscera, I swear, I tell you. Well, you are a white male, so I did not pick either of them. I picked Earthquake. I knew you were. John Tenta. He was also Golga. I can see I had to. I mean, what, what? I never I never saw the tu- I never saw Tugbo I mean, Earthquake uh, wrestle, so don't, I mean don't take it the wrong way. He was actually a pretty good wrestler. I he can, was. I he can was, see in one of those big see, he, I, I just want to say his finishing move was he sat on people. <laughs> see, I might I might be big, but hey man, I can still move. Okay? I know I can that's move. Why, that's but you I'm haven't saying, you man. haven't moved since Bush two. Yeah, I haven't ran since Bush two, but John Tenton I mean, didn't run much either, but you know, he's kinda he kinda lost his hair too, so there's a little bit missing there. <laughs> if he kinda has a patch if you grow out a rat tail in the back i think you'd have it <laughs> you could, i could see you wearing his one piece that had a big ass shark when he had that on there because he was something else though yeah they were the natural disasters yeah, him that's and right. yeah, i could see i, I love it. so it's nothing against that except for the golga thing that is definitely a making yeah. fun of you but i i you remember do, golga and the no. oddities i i love yes. the big brown mask Yes, yeah. I do love. I do love though that we had the same thing for Jr. Because I mean, to me, you are Jr. You would be great announcing wrestling. You know the guys, all the things with family. Um, I want to. We can either go into Bear or me. I don't. What do you guys want to do? Well, I, I want Brandon to give Gary's before I do. Okay, Brandon, what do you got for me? I got uh, the lunatic. Dean Ambrose. <laughs> I've seen I, I you be lunatic. One. I've seen you walk on cars. So. I've seen you being a lunatic. Uh, so, yeah, I got Dean Ambrose for you. Oh, God. I, I would have never thought that, but that is actually pretty accurate back in the day. Now I, I can still be a lunatic, not as much as years past. Thank God Brandon's still a friend. 
because I was an absolute just lunatic asshole. I, I appreciate that one. Uh, mine has nothing to do with your personality. This is totally just based on looks. Uh, Luke Gallows, because <laughs> you I guys knew, look like twin I knew, brothers. I knew. I knew. I knew. No, not Festus. <laughs> Give me Luke Gallows. No, look just like each other. Uh, I and I. It was funny that you said that because I was thinking somebody was going to say Luke Gallows, and I thought about this too. I was ready for somebody to say Luke Gallows. Did you ever look at him? And if you put hair on him, he looks like Kevin Nash. Do it. You look know. at him. I'm telling you. Look at him. Look what Kevin Nash when he had the goatee, the dark goatee back when he was Diesel, and just look at him. And like you could print a picture, erase his hair. He looks like Kevin Nash. I, I can see Carl Anderson though. I can see Carl Anderson, that was, too. That was my second pick. Because yeah. okay. they, they both look like Gary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Luke Gallows just looks more like Gary. I, I appreciate I it. it. Thank you very much. So You're I will welcome. be a Dean Ambrose slash Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson pick. I appreciate it. What do you have for Bear? I've been waiting for this. Bear, you're going to appreciate it. I said Harvey Wimple, Wimpleman, but um, <laughs> that's just because I knew he was going to be a dick and, and pick Tugboat or Earthquake or freaking uh, Rikishi or Yokozuna or something. <laughs> <laughs> so but but uh for an honest pick if if you know if i gotta be honest i'm gonna go with woo 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 zach Ryder. Right. that's a good I one could, i could see that i could see myself being kind zach of a mid carter just has a stupid yeah, guess spiky hair yeah, kind of a little bit i could see good that lo- good looking great body. Uh, yeah you're not fit at all but that's okay <laughs> mine is uh mine has nothing to do with looks at all I am going to call you the White Godfather, and I don't even need to give an explanation. <laughs> because you know Bear over here had... The, the oh, oh, train. So, or, or you could be like, you know, back in the day, be, I guess I could be Papa Shango. You could be the White Godfather. That's so good. I like that. Um, so I should go, by a, I should go by a strip, strip club then. Right, right. So, hey, uh, Jason, we had some fun with that. I appreciate Hold it. Hold on, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I got, I got one more because I know you guys didn't do this, and this was my surprise. Uh-oh. Um, us three, as a podcast, I picked New Day. Brandon's Big E. <laughs> I'm Kofi and you're Xavier. Xavier. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I like it. We are the the white new day. <laughs> we gotta... And I say that because we're really annoying, but after a while, people are gonna start to like us. Yeah. And do you you see me just finding some some bland white chick and making a basically a porn movie with her? Yeah. And I figure that Brandon probably eats a lot of bootios. So. Yeah. He probably does eat bootios. Or now it's pancakes. Yeah, pancakes. Pancake mm. power, baby. Oh, that's right. oh yeah. It's pancakes now, isn't it? Banana pancakes. Okay. So, Jason, I don't know Jason. I don't know Jason, but I kind of want to do one for Jason. Ah, yes. And I I, I didn't. I don't don't know Jason. I don't know Jason either. So, for us, it's. Based off. Hold on. Can you show us a picture, too, just real fast? Find a picture. I don't have a picture. Matt Stryker. He's not on Facebook. I I like that. Matt Stryker. Do it. I'm just saying, based off of his emails that he sends, I want you guys to go for that. I'm going Matt Stryker. Because I want to think of a good one. So, So you're going Matt Stryker. Why are you going Matt Stryker? I, I mean, this is basically off just reading his notes. I mean, Matt Stryker, his his whole persona was a teacher and everything. So, which he actually is, he actually is a teacher. I think he's still, I think he's teaching right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going Matt Stryker. I, I, you know what? I'm, I've got two people here, and they're completely opposite. I look at him. I don't know what he looks like, and I always say the whole sweatpants and Cheetos. Yeah, I have no idea what he so, looks like. I think of commentating, and I, I think he wants to be like a good wrestler. So I'm going to give him Taz in one aspect, and, and I could be completely wrong. Because Taz, you know, did some announcing, did some wrestling there, could come out as a badass sometimes. But my other one I'm saying, because I'm like, I could just see him doing this for us as if we were the New Day, is Mean 
By God, Gene Okerlund. <laughs> I could see him being mean Gene Okerlund. So, you know, we'll see. Um, I don't I don't know, Jason. I appreciate his notes and feedback and, and everything he's given to us. So, uh, again, keep it coming. I appreciate you. So, uh, we will see what Bear has to say here. I'm kind of intrigued by this. Bear, can you give us uh, what you got, man? I'm interested to hear this. All right. So, after thinking about this while you guys went, since you don't know Jason, obviously, like I do, and had to work with him for three years, um... You know, this guy who I'm going to pick is way too cool to be Jason. I just know that he loves this guy and loved the stories on the podcast when we first started listening. So it's going to be the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, baby. I'm going to pick Dusty Rhodes I, for I Jason. haven't heard him speak. Does he have a lisp? That's hard times. No, that's Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, I know. I'm asking you, does Jason have one? No, he doesn't have a lisp, but he likes when Dusty Rhodes is impersonated by Bruce. So that's why I'm going to pick him. And he's Jason's a little bit larger. So, you know, that's another reason why I picked him. Does he kind of come off as homosexual? No, no, no. Um, that was... Well, that's kind of how Dusty came off. No, he no. didn't. He always had American valets. Awesome. He had Sapphire with I him I know he did, but that could be a cover-up. My brother had to try to say things, and he had women around him all the time. That's all a cover-up. I, could I just, don't care. I could just see Jason wearing a big polka dot onesie. I think he'd enjoy that way too much. So I, I'd pick the American Dream Dusty Rhodes and, for Jason. And you just showed me a picture of him. So actually, just off a picture, I was like, man, he kind of looks like Shane McMahon to me, just from that little oh, circular picture. Don't even give him the don't even give him the freaking credit of that. Well, Shane McMahon's way cooler than him. Well, but he kind of looks like him, man. And yeah, I, if if Shane McMahon was 150 pounds heavier. Oh, jeez, God, dude, this guy is just brutal. Sorry, Jason, I don't know you, but uh, what about what, you know what? what, what you like, know, uh, I, and honestly, I'm gonna throw this out. I know we have guests coming up. We have, I, I think AJ's going to be on in a couple weeks. Uh, we've got Nick coming on for hockey. I honestly, when we do one of our wrestling shows, because uh, I'll just break this, this is breaking news right now. Uh, we are going to start doing um, twice a month, we are going to do two episodes a week. One, uh, we'll have the normal episodes every week like we do. And we are going to also do a special episode, which will include. One, one of them a month will be all about a specific time in sports or something specific about sports in general. And the other one is specifically going to be about wrestling. I would like to see Jason come on one of those shows that is all about wrestling. So, Jason, you're listening. Keep that in mind. I want you to drive out to White House. Come to the ex-wife's garage. She has no idea we're here, so that's great. And get on the show. Mm-hmm. If Bear will allow you to. Well, of course I'd allow him to, but he's, he'd barely even leave his house. I mean, he lives in Middletown, Ohio. It's kind of far away. Okay. Well, if he wants to be on this amazing podcast, he's going to drive out here. But he if just, he doesn't want to be, he doesn't have to The only to be. place he drives to is the Pizza Hut buffet. Uh, well, they still have those? My kind of guy right there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know they still had Pizza Hut buffets. A lot of the Pizza Huts, like the one in Waterville, the one in Mom. I, I know they don't. Know. He Trust me, he found it. They don't have it in Cedar Point anymore, I can tell you that. Yeah, They do have the Midway buffet, though, at Cedar Point. Good place. Check yeah. it out. Why would you eat buffet at Cedar Point? It, it is... It's we. Uh, it so is you, delicious. So you eat and then do loop de loops and throw up. No, everywhere. you go there at the end of the day, yeah. you jerk. Jeez, it's not like you go there at two o'clock and then you go back on like the Wicked Twister or something. Right. So, so um, to to go into the next thing, and this is actually going to be our last topic for the day. And guess what? This is going to be the longest episode. So I apologize to the fans out there that listen to us. Um, we are going to do top ten. We said top five. It is now top ten. I'm not doing ten. Sorry, Barry. We're doing top 10 wrestling theme songs from the 80s and 90s. It can be from WCW, WWF, or WWE, whatever you want to say. ECW, I don't care. So, um, Brandon, you and I both had some honorable mentions before our top 10. So, we'll run down. We'll do our 10 through 6, and then we'll pick up Bear at the top 5. 
Brandon, who do you have for honorable mention? Honorable mentions. Uh, Latino Heat. Well, awesome. that, that was after 2000, but sorry. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. They did yes, not debut until 2000 or 2001. Yeah, they and they came come over. Right? They came in, and they came in as the Radicals. It was yeah. him, Benoit. Oh, well, I'm glad Dean, I had him at 15, so there well, you go. It was Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn, Benoit, and Eddie Guerrero. So I'm yeah. just going to shut you down right there. I knew well, this would happen. Stat guy. Sorry. Um, you don't, you don't it was your research. Right. It wasn't stat guy. Uh, Gold Dust, honorable mention. Okay, I like it. I liked it. The Brood. Now tell me like that. Uh, that. I forgot about that. That was got a good me one. Going. That was a good one. I forgot about that. And I figured it got you <laughs> going. going. Is it because you like is it because you like blood? No. You don't like um, that? I figured you did. Kane. It's gotta be Kane. Which which Kane? Ninety seven Kane. Okay, well, I mean, there's Kane had like three different things before he started. The original, he started off no, the, the original, organ, the organ. Yeah, yeah. Because even before '99, he still switched that again. All right, what else you got? Yeah. Um, what was that three? Well, two technically. Well, no, yeah, that was three. Because the fourth one, I guess, you know, I was way off. Sorry. Um, so my my uh, last one. Let's go. I didn't rank. I didn't rank the honorable mention, so I'm sorry. Let's go. Um, Just pick it. What is it? Honorable mention. Oh, Give it man. to us. Let's go Undertaker. Okay. I had none of those. What Undertaker? He also 90, had like... 98, 90... So the yeah, Ministry. Yeah. So, ministry I didn't know if you were going Ministry yeah. or Limp Biscuit. so I no. was hoping to see what no, you were doing. No, 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 no. Yeah, Limp Biscuit was after anyways. Was it after... Yeah, 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 it was after 2000. So my honorable mentions, uh, NWO theme, That's the good. original NWO theme. Uh, I had to throw Hogan in there, Real American, Rick Derringer. I thought and then. That. HBK, sexy boy. I thought about it in the top ten, but I had to throw it in Which the honorable one? mention. Sherry, not Sherry, Sherry. not Sherry. Uh, but I'll throw her in the honorable mention because she was fun. So, Brandon, what do you got for number ten? Number ten, I have Kurt Angle. All right, I have. I won't do what you tell me. You know whose song that is, Brandon? What? I won't do what you tell me. Stone Cold. He's number ten for me. So the glass breaking. Yes, the glass breaking. So right. we'll just say Stone Cold. I actually have the names of the song. So anyway, go ahead, Brandon. Well, I'm. Awesome. I'm glad you had the name. Number nine, what do you got? Hardy Boys. All right. No chance in hell, Vince McMahon. Number eight. Harlem Heat. I have uh, Wolfpack, NWO Wolfpack. Ah. Number seven. Good one. Mankind. DX. <laughs> Mankind. <laughs> I like it. Sorry. I just I didn't even think about it. Good good one. I, I have uh, DX there. Number six. DX. All right. I have high energy with Owen Hart. I like it. All right. So now we're at the top five. Bear, what do you have for number five? So number five, I have the uh, red and white NWO Wolfpack. I love that one. Absolutely one of my favorites. Yes. It was so hard for me. I had to throw that at number eight. Uh, what do you got, Brandon, for uh, number five? Ultimate Warrior. That's a good one. I, I forgot to throw him in the honorable mentions. I do not have him here. Uh, I don't know if you guys will know this, but and I'll show you after the show, but Rey Mysterio Jr.'s first theme in WCW. Yeah, I'd have to look that You'd up. You'd have to listen to it. I'll let you guys listen to it. Jason, listen to it. Number four, Bear? My number four is Ministry Undertaker as well. Absolutely love that. Scary as crap when I was younger when he came out with the Ministry. Love the music. Right. Brandon? Uh, Mick Foley, the car crash one. Yes. <laughs> and that. And I swear, because I know Stone Cold's coming for you. If it's number one, I'm punching you in the face. Number four, the Sting uh, Crow theme uh, from WCW. Okay. It was just a big deal because it was when he first came back, you know, had the whole gimmick of the Crow. Uh, it was big for me. I was a big Sting fan. So, number three. Number three is the Stone Cold glass breaking for me. Yep. Absolutely. Nice. And Brandon, number three. 
Piper. Piper. Oh, oh that was a good one. I had him there. Bagpipes. Love in. it. Love awesome. it, too. I have a Million Dollar Man. Money, Inc., baby. <laughs> right. Money, money, money. Number two. Number two for me is Jericho when he first debuted his original. Um, I think it was Break the Wall. Or, yeah, it was, it, Break it was the always Break the Walls Down. But, but the original, once, and, and I just, a side note on this, I'm sure we'll get to it at another point when we have some other top five, but literally the loudest pop I have ever heard in my entire well, life when it came out for is the rock. when he comes out. Yep. I mean, I listen to that. It, the oh, crowd goes insane. insane. It's absolutely insane. Brandon, number H- two. HBK. Okay. Which one? Sherry or Shawn Michaels singing? You didn't even know that she had two different ones, did you? I didn't know he had oh, two. Geez. I'm sorry. Okay, we're we're going to play that. Uh, Sherry sings one of them. And I think it's pretty No, not good. the crappy one. The good one. <laughs> it's the same song, just her singing or him. All right, number two, I did this. Him sing- Okay, I'm sorry, him singing. Thank I, you. I heard it. I can so, hear it in my head. Number two, go. this was absolutely terrifying, and it's my dad's favorite wrestler, so I had to throw it here, Psycho Sid. Yeah. Yes, I love Psycho Sid. That's a good one. Yes. Bear, number one. Uh, my number one, uh, and should be everyone's number one, obviously it's not Brandon's, and you haven't mentioned it yet, and I think you're going to overlook it, but... I, I guarantee... It- Oh, you didn't know? Uh, yeah. Your ass better call somebody. I thought about making that an honorable mention. Oh, that, if that's not everyone's no- honorable mention, that should be your yeah. number one. That is, and you can repeat that still to this day. To this day. And Good. Yes, and we already know yours is Stone Cold, you homer. Yeah, Jeez. sorry. And mine is, can you guess my number one, since it's not that? Oh, no, then I can't. It's Jericho. Okay, so, that's fair. Yes, same thing, Jericho. You know, that was mine. It was hard to do a top. We were trying to do a top five. I was struggling with doing that. And then Brandon tells us earlier, I have my top five and ten honorable mentions. So I yeah. said, let's do a top ten. And I could have done ten, do. but five is it's a little bit better. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, the New Age Outlaws, that's that's number one always. Well, yes. I guess, you know, since I was wrong with Latino Heat, I guess when we do the 2000s one, he'll be on there. He'll That'll be next list. week. Thanks, yeah, Brandon. We're doing that next you'll pr- week. You'll probably forget. You'll probably, I probably forget. Will. So that was a good. I like it. It was quick, fast. You got it done. Um, anything else you guys want to mention about wrestling? Um, not really. Um, I'm I'm a little bit excited for SummerSlam this week, even though I don't watch anymore. I still get into the pay per views and do that. So I think I think what as you said earlier, I think it should be a good card. I'm hoping there will be a lot more swerves. I'm, I'm a little bit... I don't think there will be because WrestleMania, there was a whole bunch. So I think a lot of people are going to hold their titles on this one. But it should be interesting. Like I said, I mean, I, my draft's at 9. I'll, I'll be paying attention, though, for sure. Just a little bit more on the draft once that comes on. But Brandon, we know, is going to fall asleep at 10 o'clock and say, Don't text me because I got to go to bed. Yeah, I got to go to bed. Do you work Monday? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but are you are you student teaching? Uh, that too. So yes, I will be going to bed. And so you're going to be playing with boxes. So um, again, good episode. I like it. I enjoyed it. We had fun with it. I had some good laughs here. Uh, I, I think I found the name of the episode, which you guys will discuss after this and we'll put it up. Um, thanks again to our sponsors. We like to thank All Wear Clothing. Check them out at allwearclothing.com for all of your merchandise needs for over the line sports podcast you can also check them out for your own stuff mention over the line sports podcast they will give you a deal also crandall's quality lawn care the newest sponsor to the show thank you get in touch with sean again i'm going to plug your number 419-704-5471 and also crandall's quality lawn care on facebook give them a look up and he will handle all your landscaping and lawn care needs and lastly of course as we play this off 
Thank you again to Wes Anderson, Moments in Time. He's got some songs coming out here soon. We're hoping to, to get it, get them, play them for, for everybody that listens to the show. That's the hope here. Um, next week we will be recording on Tuesday, so hopefully uh, we will get the episode out to everybody on Wednesday. It will be episode six. Look out for us on Spotify. We are going to try to put that up and make sure we can submit it since this is our fifth episode. Great for us. Stat guy. He did okay this week. He was better yeah. last week, but you know we didn't we didn't hit we, too much we, on him. We can't get his hundred percent every single week. So today we got about fifty six percent from him, and I appreciate that. It's pretty good after a, a week and a day off. So good All for right. him. Um, you know, follow us on Twitter at OTL Sports Pod on Facebook Over the Line Sports Podcast. Please leave any notes, reviews, any questions you have, Justin. Keep them coming. Everyone on Podbean on the uh, app, right? I think is where is, they is it Bean Pod or Podbean? It is Podbean, oh, unless yeah. you're Brandon. That yeah. is Bean Pod. Uh, yeah, they can leave a comment, and we will find it. We usually find it on. Uh, it comes through us on the phone. We can yeah. we can respond back to it. We had some questions. Uh, Jake on Podbean asked us to talk a little bit about um, more of action sports, motocross, supercross. None of us really have that kind of background into it and know enough, but. Um, we're happy to talk about it. I know it's ending. Motocross is ending. Uh, they have the Ironman in a couple weeks. AJ, if he is able to make it in a couple weeks, he is actually going to cover some motocross for us and, and kind of get the shine some light on that for us. Uh, we still, of course, enjoy wrestling. We want to stick to what we're good at. So that's what we hope to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like you said, obviously, as you go from that, just any sort of feedback you have, any comments, let your friends know about us, you know, have them check us out, see if they like us and they can hate on us. They can love us. Whatever they want to do, we we prefer any feedback. Couple things. Um, couple late happy birthdays. Wes Anderson. His birthday was last week, I think. Happy birthday to you, sir. Thank you for your music. 12th. Yeah. Brandon, happy birthday to you last week. What are you, fifty four now? Yes. And oh, oh wait, no, sorry, it wasn't Brandon. It was Hulk Hogan. I wanted to wish a happy birthday to. Not Brandon. Right. I was close. You were close. And uh, since I, I'm shocked, this narcissist hasn't mentioned it himself, and I didn't even give him the opportunity to. Happy birthday to our very own Bear on August 18th. Oh yeah, he will turn all of 17. So welcome <laughs> to the show. And uh, I didn't. And, I didn't even want that. I hate. You, you know, I, I had. I had to. Ha- I had to have. I'm sorry, buddy. I had to have your dad sign off so that you could be on this show. So. Thank you, Mr. Barrett. I mean, I appreciate it's, it's, you. Pa- it's way past my bedtime. So. Yeah, oh. it's definitely past mine. So if he could, if he could figure out the app to listen to it, he'd probably say thanks. Yes, he probably would. So um, I, I'm kind of sad, you know, as we're ending this show. I'm kind of sad. We did. Did we even mention hot friend or wife? No, we didn't. We didn't mention hot friend, wife. I'm sorry, uh, Kelly, the girlfriend, didn't mention her. Mentioned the ex-wife. Of course, she gets her well, plug. Well, yeah, I mean, she has to. We're in her garage. Eh, so. She's an idiot. I don't care. We don't need to talk to her. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. I don't like giving her credit, but thanks for the garage again, you self... I can't even get whoa, into it. Thank whoa, you. Whoa, whoa, thank whoa. you. We don't thank need you. to be using bleeps. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, but hot friend, uh, uh, sounds like she's still here. Is, is she going to make it to episode six, much to Jason's chagrin? Um, I think she may. I guess we'll have to find out. Maybe they've been talking and are in cahoots, and she's going to end it so she can get whatever payoff, whether it's Pizza Hut buffet, whatever Jason pays. I guess we're going to find out here soon. So it's going to end. Does that mean there's something to it? A title? Anything? Are you something? What? Yeah. Or is she just is there is there more Bachelor or no more? Well, I mean, it ended. It ended. We watched the finale. Not going with one. Okay, never mind. You get right over your guys' head. Uh, I don't know this guy. So, anyways, anyway, hot friend. She's just still hot friend. Yeah, she's still hot friend. Um, she was hot wedding date this last weekend, which was you know it was nice. We had a good time, a nice rooftop wedding. It was a blast. It was a beautiful day. Got to overlook the ballpark and a lot of free drinks. 
everyone had a good time, so I was happy about that. Um, but yeah, still just I just hot can't friend. believe you didn't have to go to your second job of being a plumber this weekend. It's just a terrible thing. I, you know what? I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'd like be Dusty Rhodes, the son of a plumber. Yeah, he is a son of a plumber. He might be. Brandon, you got anything you want to? You want? You want to give a shout out to uh, your wife? Does she listen uh, to the I show mean, yet? I I think she listens to a little bit. I don't know if she. I don't know how many. I don't know. I don't know how many episodes she's listened to, but. Uh, I mean, I, I love her. <laughs> oh, I mean, we nice. had we had a great vacation, but uh, but yeah. Were you? Did you? Uh, were you a plumber for your vacation? Did you enjoy plumbing? No, I was not. Oh, uh, sorry to hear that, buddy. I'm looking forward to all the the little Super Mario's and Luigi's to mm-hmm. to join us after our plumbing days. So thank you to everyone for listening to the episode. Uh, again, we've got a lot of things going on the next couple weeks. Next week, we will give you a quick preview of what we've got going on for next week. We've got, of course, uh, we're going to recap the Wyndham, and I think that they're at Ridgewood the following week. Yeah, so the playoffs will start that week, so we'll definitely do that. Northern Trust, I think it is. And then there will not be a NASCAR race, so we will just recap Bristol. That is why we threw in um, the Big 12, AFC, and NFC West uh, that we're going to do. We're gonna Unless re- you're Brandon, that's AFC East. Yes, right. Yeah. And then we're going to recap SummerSlam. Um, we're going to do some top five or top ten wrestling songs after 2000. Uh, we're looking forward to whatever the Jason debate will be and even Justin on the Twitter. So we will see what we have there. And anyone else that puts anything on Twitter, Facebook, Podbean, we are excited to hear your feedback. And, you know, we might even give an MLB update. We didn't talk about the MLB in this episode, but, um, you know, maybe next time. So, again... Thank you to All Wear Clothing, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, Wes Anderson, uh, these gentlemen with me. We love doing this every week. We love just talking about sports, bantering back and forth. We had some great laughs tonight. So we look forward to seeing uh, you guys listen to our show and hopefully you give us some feedback. Thanks, guys, and uh, we hope you have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Peace. How do you guys not have Stone Cold number one? <laughs>